This is going to be a good one. Filming. How's everyone doing? Welcome to Domcast episode 20 fucking 6, dude. What up, what up? Dude, you've made it over a quarter century, Mark. That's pretty impressive, actually. I didn't think it would... They say the life the lifespan's 13 episodes. Clayton Lillard actually told me that. Really? Yeah, he said uh, most podcasts... Well, mostly don't get past the first, but like once they start rolling after the 13th episode, it's like done. It's like do or die time. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a restaurant. In the and first. Clayton's a smart guy. I would listen to Clayton with. If he ever has advice for you, Clayton Lillard, if you're out there listening. He does uh, yeah. listen too. So shout out. What's up, Clayton? Yeah. that dude He, always he has did give advice. me a lot of advice, especially when I started. He would message me on Instagram and tell me things I should say, shouldn't say, just, you know. So, definitely, man, that was a fucking cloud, bro. No, nah, that was a little one, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, you're kissing We get it, dragons. bro. You vape. So, <laughs> we get it. So, I have my boy, uh, Andy Texas, Texas Andy, Still Trill Studios. Now, not Still Trill Music Group anymore, Still Trill Studios. Yeah. Um, quick little background. We've known each other for close to 13 years, maybe 14 years. Yeah, probably a little cl- closer o- to Over 13. a decade. Yeah. We lived together for probably seven, six, seven years combined in different places and different cities. We've kind of been the yin to each other's yang and uh, had a, we've been through a lot of fucking shit together, man. Yeah, good and bad. Good uh, and bad. There was points. Well, and I also credit you in one episode I was talking about, you know, um, life-changing moments. And it was when I was really bad and like pills and drinking. And when you confronted me and you straight up told me, you were like... I don't want to be around you, bro. Like, I can't talk to you. I don't want you in my life. Like, that yeah. was a turning point for me. Like, hearing I mean, that was, someone a, that was like, a hard time, bro, for both of us. I mean, because that was when we were hanging out, like, all the time. That was when you were with uh, What's-Her-Face over there at that house in, like, Leon Valley and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was down the street from my mom's house. So we'd, we'd chill all the time. But even then, it was like... It just got so yeah. bad. And, but when you told me that, it really affected me. It affected me, but in a good way. I mean, it changed me for the yeah, better. Yeah, you're a lot happier and healthier than I've seen you in a long time. What yeah, this is probably the healthiest I've ever been in my entire life, to be honest with you. And I eat so many vegetables now. I take the... Dude, you I would... so many vegetables now. Dude, like... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I turn the corner. I'm eating vegetables, I like am. carrots and all that. Yep. I'm a new man. I eat fucking <laughs> cucumber water. <laughs> like, if that's like your, uh, your benchmark for being healthy... Then yeah, I eat I'm, vegetables. I'm sorry, that's a little sad, but... Hey, I quit smoking <laughs> cigarettes and I started I eating vegetables. Hey, so. bro, you're doing better than me. I'm still on like Whataburger four times a week. So uh, I treat myself to Whataburger maybe once every two or three months. I really, I'm, I, my diet is one thing I've like really kind of tried to pay more attention to now. And also not being able to drink as much for sure as like my sweet tooth. Yeah, my body wants sugar so bad all the time. Yeah, I'm never like that. I've never been like that. I'm a, a salty and savory type of yeah, taste buds yeah, type. Are. So like chips and popcorn and shit. That's my jam. For like popcorn, like, I fucking my... love, dude. But dude, you gotta do the you gotta do the anti Texas super mix, dog. Where you the put other shit. Texas super. You gotta mix? put other shit in the popcorn. popcorn All right, by itself this. is baller. Well, but... What is the anti Texas super mix? Well, I mean, it can be anything, dog. Oh, but it's like a little combo. Yeah, like. You take the popcorn as your base for sure, but okay. then it's like you like at an ice cream shop, you know, where you got the sprinkles and almonds and all that crap. 
but this time it's hot Cheetos, it's goldfish, it's all fucking, right. Oh, you know, those are my that. those are my top five. I'm saying though, you mix all that you together. You know I like goldfish popcorn, too. Though. That shit Aww. slams, buddy. Cute little moment one time. I think I was having a bad day or something, and I came home and Andy bought me a bag of goldfish and like a six pack of Tall Boys Alone Star. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, man. No, boy. was it was it goldfish or you were all about them? Uh, those white cheddar cheeses. Oh, it was the white cheddar cheeses too. I yeah, think it was that's white what cheddar it was, cheeses, bro. Dude, I can. The, I have to. I can't buy them because yeah. I can't stop. I eat the whole thing. Do you know what's actually really good since we're still talking about snacks and cheese its and whatnot? You're like uh, a snack king, dude. You love oh, your bro, snacks, like, bro. Yeah, that's like half of my diet. It's actually pretty bad. <laughs> but, uh, they're, uh, you always walk into the gas station coming back with bags, bro. Oh, no. Stacks on stacks. Snacks on stacks. Snacks. Munchy living, bro, for real, for well, real. Talk to me about it. What made you a fucking munchy connoisseur? I don't know, man. Like, it's been like that since forever. I remember uh, my uh, my sister's husband, uh, he said that, because he's known my sister since they were uh, since they were a lot younger. Um, like, they were together when they were, when I was really young, they broke up, and then like 10 years later, they reconnected, and then they ended up getting married and shit. So it's kind of kind of cool, kind of weird. Yeah. But I'm, the first time that they were dating was like when I was in diapers and shit. And uh, my sister's husband, Fred, he said, uh, "How old, how old is your sister? Older than you? Like how older? How much older? You were in diapers when she well, was no, dating. Not in diapers, but yeah. That's how he oh, okay, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. I was a young kid. But, right. You know, she's she's still like ten years older than me. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought y'all were closer in age. Um, but you know, that, he likes to be condescending. So, <laughs> gotcha. But um. No, he was like, yeah, I just, I remember coming over one time and you and your brother were just sitting there playing video games with fucking red hot Cheeto dust all over your fingers, <laughs> just going to town. I'm like, I could eat like three of those things. You guys would put down a bag each and not even drink water or anything. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's always been like that. I don't know. Dude, that was one of my pet peeves growing up is when my friends come over and they would get the Cheeto dust or something on my oh, controllers, controllers, dude. Oh, yeah. Ugh, it, it's a pet peeve for me now as an adult man of 30 oh, years do, old, do, and I do it to myself. Do so. you lick your fingers or you just roll with it? No, I mean, you lick your fingers first because you want all that savory goodness, but then you have to go <laughs> wash your hands like a real respectable human being because you don't want sticky fucking fingers all over no, your controller. No, then you have like saliva gross. fucking... Yeah. We're, we're not five years old anymore. We can go wash our hands. But, I mean... I like that dust, fam. So I'm gonna. So you it. go for the dust. Like oh, I just straight wash dust. my hands. I don't lick my fingers, oh, bro. I lick my fingers first for sure. There's very. I'm a savage, dude. I don't give a fuck. I lick my <laughs> fingers all the time. Steak juice on it, some ranch dressing. I don't give a fuck. Steak juice, ranch dressing. That pussy juice. That should be the name of my autobiography, by the way. Steak juice and ranch dressing. The Andy Texas story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nice. It, it fucking fits. I've, uh, I work with a coworker, and we were joking around, and uh, this guy is like the single, the bachelor's bachelor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 30, 30, I would say. Maybe no older than 32. And he always talks about going to Vegas, and he just said something. It was like, yeah, man, it was just five women, four nights. And I was Jesus. like, dude, that should be your autobiography. <laughs> five women, four, four nights. <laughs> the story of... I don't know. Whatever that fucking guy's name I, is. I won't say his name. <laughs> but, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit, bro. But what would be like a fu- – what would be like – Wait, you say four nights? Yeah, four nights, See, five okay. women. Four nights is one night too many in Vegas in my opinion. Three days is like the maximum time that you can spend in um, Las Vegas. Pretty much anywhere. Except shout out Philip Wolf who just moved out to Las Vegas. That's my dude. 
Congratulations, Philip Wolf. Yeah, he's doing some shit out there too already. Oh, Philip Wolf's been badass, man. When he was on the podcast too. Yeah, yeah, it I was awesome. To that one for sure. That was actually the first one I listened to. I think then I went through the back catalog. Yeah, he was. Uh, He's awesome, man. Shout out everybody, actually. I got to shout out Eric Casares, even though you made some mistakes in your recollections about things. I'm not trying to correct everything right now. I haven't listened to it in a while, but okay. I'm just saying, get your facts straight, boy. And yeah. uh, shout out Jordan Berlanga, <laughs> Hydro Melody, that dude. dude, hard as fuck. Uh, I did some video work for them, some live stuff. I want to do a music video, Jordan. Shout me out too, bro. Uh, and a little, a little something, if Jordan, you're listening. Uh, Jason Harari wants to jump on too, so we might have, we might do a triple. You, Jason, and I, if you if you're listening, let's do it. You're gonna have to get a third mic for that one, homie. Hey, that's all right, bro. I get paid Tuesday. <laughs> Shit's hey. going down. Balling. Amazon.com. But no, I, I really feel three. Okay, I, I, I said it like this because I worked my sixth shift yesterday in a row mm-hmm. so I can get two days off. And I was like, man, six shifts straight like in the same building is like too much. And then I really thought about it. I was like, man, six days anywhere in one place is too much. Like I love New Orleans. Yeah. If I had to move to another city, it would probably 99.5% be New Orleans. But that's because you're a hood rat at heart. I am a hood rat at heart. <laughs> I would I would fucking grow my hair back out, bartend some like blues bar and eat oysters every <laughs> fucking day. You actually move to like the Fifth Ward or some shit. Too. I would, dude. I wouldn't give a shit. I would, I would buy Little Wayne's old house, bro. But even six days, you know, on vacation is too long, man. Um, I don't know. I, I think it really does depend on where you're at and what your station in life is because – I've never had enough money to have a good time for six days anywhere, <laughs> but I think if I did, then it wouldn't be a problem. But that's my point about Vegas, though, is that I actually was making money when I went out to Vegas. Like, I lost my ID when I was in the cab, so I couldn't go to any of the tables and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, it, dude, shit like that always happens. I actually lost uh, my wallet on my birthday and also one time yeah. in a cab, and the cab driver drove all the way back. He, I, I didn't even know. Oh, he I got, drove all the way back to the bar, dropped me off of, and gave me my wallet back. I got, and we'll I got suck- a story about Austin and finding some shit. I promise you that. I got some weird shit about that. Well, Shout Austin out, in uh, general. Well, yeah, Austin in general for sure. So but some of y'all don't know the too. Last time I went. When we very first met, we actually met in high school, and uh, we did some forty-one fat lip cover randomly. And it wasn't random. It was at a like the high school talent show or whatever. Yeah, Which is but, also lame on my part because I was no longer at that high school. I had already uh, left to a different high school plus <laughs> graduated, I think. So I was two years removed out. from this specific high school. You're a Matthew McConaughey. And one year removed from high school generally. So, yeah, it was pretty sad on my part. But I did get asked to go do some, some songs at this uh, – this uh, talent show back there at Com Arts. Apparently, I was known for uh, being able to sing back in the day a little bit, which is strange because I hate my voice. So I'm not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had some luck with it back in the day. I always liked being in bands and stuff. A lot of I was people, just never very good I was at a it. very hyper ADD fucking everywhere. Yeah, I did not like you in high school. Not many uh, people none, did, None bro. of our interactions were positive back then, really. Well, because... We didn't really have many, but you were mostly just that annoying kid with the yeah. long hair across the room. And I was like, God, won't he just shut the fuck the up? The thing is, like, <laughs> that was before... 
I smoked weed. And actually, you're the one who got me into smoking weed. That's true, too. And that Sh- changed my life. Shout out marijuana. <laughs> shout out Mary Jane. Shout out Mary Jane changing my life. Actually, shout out to your mom whose name is Mary Jane. Yeah, that was a, that's a weird coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Dude, um, so... My mom is cool If, as fuck, if I did smoke weed during high school, I probably would not have been that hyper and annoying, to be honest. It was like... Probably. I mean, I, I started smoking regularly towards the end of high school. I probably, I probably got high for the first time when I was like 14 or 15. Um, but, you know, that was some brickweed swag. You know, that yeah. wasn't anything to write home about. Nothing Straight special. From Mexico. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had to break it off of some big-ass fucking corner piece. But, dude, those mm. corner pieces were clutch. I always like the corner pieces. When you, really? get that, when you get that middle piece, that's what sucks. Hey, that's where all comes, the stems and so seeds So let's say when it comes to, a, like, cake, you, you like... You know, some people like want all the icing and they yeah, get sure. They want the corner. Uh-huh. You want the middle piece or like just this. How are you with See, that? that's a weird metaphor because I don't like sweets. So I don't really eat cake. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. When birthdays come around, everybody's like, you I want know a you're a cake? pizza like, roll. Pizza roll fucking monster. Bro. Dude, I was until pizza rolls became like the main staple of my diet for a long time because that's all we had at the house. Yeah, and I didn't have any money. Like a whole thing. No, I can't. I can't. I can't do pizza rolls right now. I'm taking a I'm taking a pizza roll break, and I got like three bags in the freezer. <laughs> well, you know what? First off, give me one of those bags hey, straight I will, up for real, for real. And guess what? I have not eaten hot dogs, bro. You, you're taking a hot dog break, bro. I have not eaten hot dogs. I'm telling you, I've been eating vegetables. You're making fun <laughs> of me and shit. For those who don't know, by the way, our old Wi-Fi password when we lived together used to be hot dog life. Hot dog life. So this is a big deal, dude. Like I'm the hot dog slayer. There's I would eat. Two to three a day. Yeah, you're a you're a Hebrew National guy or a Ballpark Franks guy. The, this is the way I rank them: Hebrew National number one. Yeah, but that's like when you're splurging with when the money. When right? I got cat, when yeah, when Papa paycheck day. Yeah, and you're like Papa needs some hot dogs, dogs. and then <laughs> doesn't make a fucking dent. That's right. And I'm like Hebrew Nationals, bro. And then number two, Nathan's. Good standby. And yeah. if you boil some Nathan's, bro. Boiling. Dude, boiling hot dogs. And then I number three. I do not fuck with the boiled hot dogs, bro. Bro, there's ways. You got to have some like, uh, it's got to have the. char, you could do It's so- got to have the microwave split down the middle. That's one way that I'll eat a hot dog. Okay. Or, or it has to be like, have some like grill marks or some saute on the outside or something like some natural heat. I don't use the microwave for you one. You want to taste the char, the fucking random skin I, on the outside. Something, yeah. That little that that uh, that super like <laughs> slick hot dog like uh, out of the water, I just don't vibe. Oh, with there's that. a way to do it though. You you boil them really like boiling, boiling. I mean, you have to get the water like super flash, hot, right? Flash boil them and then let them out and let them dry. Okay. And then, bro, it's perfect temp, bro. You can have sensey teeth. And fucking perfect. You see how them fancy teeth? You still got that <laughs> you, shit on. You fucking use Sensodyne, bro. You spend that extra two dollars, and you can still just buy straight into it. And then number three, ballpark Franks. You can't go wrong. But yeah. the way you like popcorn, with your combo being versatile, is how I feel mm. about hot dogs. Oh yeah, you put limit hot dog, bro. Even when it comes to the bun. I mean, okay, so. Are are we gonna have this classic debate really quick? Is is a hot dog a sandwich? 
I hate this fucking question so but much. We, but we have to talk about it because I am a sandwich fucking you are, guy. And you like, make really good sandwiches. You actually take time out of your day to make sandwiches. I do. Like, if I'm going to make a sandwich, I'm going to toast with the you. bread. I'm going to put the shit exactly how I want it. There's going to be well, there's times I lived a with piece you, of everything on every butt. And I was, I, I would be like in the living room playing a video game or something and be like, hey, where the fuck? Andy's been gone for 20 minutes. Because you were... <laughs> I wouldn't say 20 minutes. It didn't take me 20 minutes to make a sandwich. I don't have Asperger's, but... A, a, a sandwich. <laughs> I, go, I go hard on my sandwiches, all right? Dude. Oh, man. I go hard on them shit. You do. And they're actually very, very good. I think you've only made me one sandwich in my life, but it was really, really good. But, I mean, I'll eat a sandwich anytime, anywhere, like Jimmy John's, Subway, I really Firehouse, don't. whatever. Like The definition of a sandwich, yes, is meat between bread. Okay, I get it. But a hot dog in nature is... Completely different to me. Okay, that's. I that's mean, at least we're I, in agreement because I, I believe a hot dog is its own animal. It right. is. It's its own animal. Maybe same genus. You can treat species. them exactly. There you that's go. perfect, actually, because same genus. They're very, species. very similar in that you can put meat in bread and then top it with whatever toppings yeah. you want and fix it up however you want, and that's nice. But do you ever go but, to a fucking restaurant and you look at the sandwich list and there's a hot dog on it? No, that shit's next to the chicken no, wings and whatnot. Right, right. Or an extra or the, separate or the hot kids, dog menu. Or the kids' menu. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being real, that shit's okay. usually on the kids' menu, but... Well, yeah, you know, well, whatever, goes, dude. Shit goes hard. If you don't like hot dogs, get out. Dude, I I guarantee you the last time I had, I have not had them, bro. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're like, damn, these guys are really talking about hot dogs. I don't fuck with this vibe. Just hit stop. <laughs> I actually first hit download. <laughs> yeah. Run them numbers up, then hit stop, and then come back next week when you got another guest that isn't talking about hot dogs. Dude, this is what we need to talk about, bro, before things... This is real shit. This is real shit. (laughs) People deal with sandwiches and hot dogs every day, dude. This is what the people want to know. Dude, what do you think an an average person, an average American, comes across a sandwich or a hot dog how many times in one week? Would you say... I mean, it depends on where you live. Okay. Honestly, yeah. Lots. We'll lots. Say so I think we're dealing we'll with topics. We'll say a schload. A schload? Yeah, that's a, it's a shitload, but shortened to schload. That's why I, I like really the like word chingos. Because yeah. it was like a best way to say fuck ton without like. I'll tell you what, the the, uh, the Spanish and the Mexicans in general have swearing down because. Oh, they know it. Sp- Spanish swears are some of my favorites to say, like, culo, no. uh, pentejo, like. Well, I actually, do uh, Bob also. How like, about the fucking Australians do with the? <laughs> you could say it. This is a podcast. It's like, dude, I say, I. But you have about, to say it with an Australian accent. You got to be, like, oh, you fucking cheeky cunt! Oh, like that you shit said is, it. This shit's immaculate, though. Like they dude, say it with such reverence, it? though. They they, they use it like, um, you know, like a term of affection and stuff. Like kind of like your boy. Or yeah, whatever. or like black folks use the N word around here. You yeah, know? like. That's just like how they talk to each other. Nobody, with the nobody gives a fuck. Like, and it's different. It's different in the UK, also. I mean, they say they that say on TV. All, all dude, on TV, yeah, it's not it's even crazy. censored. I know. It's but weird. then they censor the word "ass." Do There's they? like a lot of shows. Yeah, they can't say like "ass" or "shit." I think it depends on context. Word. Yeah, for like, and that, they won't that, say that ass depends a lot. on the US too. Like you can say that in the US, but it depends on context. Well, they won't let you say the c word in the US on well, cable. Never, never, for never, sure. Never. No, I don't think. But that shit's on like their BBC. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, I obviously don't get offended by that word because I'm not a woman. <laughs> yeah. And it has no connotation in that sense for me. But really, does it I have get... any connotation in that sense either for you? Like, have well, you it, ever it looked at it? It offends me because I am a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, but I mean, have you ever looked at a fucking vagina and be like, "Oh, look at those fucking cunt right now. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's disgusting. No, it's a gross word. It is, and so that's why we don't I say mean, it. Pussy's almost a gross word too. It's actually a disgusting word. <laughs> you really is. think about it, and the connotation matters in that sense. Vagina's too, pretty cool. It sounds magical. <laughs> it's like a magic trick vagina it, it, it actually if it had no real life connotation it would actually sound like some made up fantasy country it in like would. a book or like a like a unicorn <laughs> vagina <laughs> fucking sprinkle some dust on it we are the knights of vagina <laughs> <laughs> we're on a the crusade knights of, yeah the knights of vagina the, the knights of vagina Sen- oh man the Hi. district of vagina <laughs> i know yeah, who and that can go for but that's, a lot of that's words. just a weird thing about language anyway. Just yeah, like conno- giraffe connotation matters and yeah. inflection matters and context matters. But some words are just funny and some words are just gross. Just okay. So I had anyway. this debate with Jordan on episode thirteen, I believe, uh, about the I word moist. Yeah, yeah, I need another one too. You, you want to grab two? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, well, Topa Chico, give me a Topa Chico, bro. So I was I was having this debate with Jordan about the word moist, and my brother dislikes the word moist. I just don't really feel there's need for it in the English language. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, like to when you use it, besides maybe sponge cake. <laughs> okay, why do you use it? And then he said chicken, but that sounds disgusting to me. That 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 turns me off of wanting to eat the chicken. Yeah, I'd prefer juicy in that context. Again, we're talking about exactly. context and how it matters. But yeah, I think moist is kind of just one of those words we don't like. It's we don't not really sexy need. if some girl's like, "Oh, my pussy's so moist right now." I'd be like, "Oh, fucking get it checked out." <laughs> okay, like you might got you might have uh, some, you might want to see a doctor for that. Yeah, shit. you got some fungus growing in there. Some the climate, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's yeah, that could be one of those words that we could just uh, phase out of our general speaking, maybe. That'd be nice. There's a couple of them. Um, I just like making up words and uh, combining words to make new words, like schlode. I do like schlode a lot. Schlode is fun. It's very versatile. So I want to. I'm gonna start using sov for the gay community. I want that to be a big thing. Sov, what's that? Like Kyle and I were talking about episode twenty three. I didn't listen to that one yet. Uh, which Shout out about Kyle like, though, I do like Kyle. Kyle's yeah, in late night swipes, got to yeah, listen yeah. to his podcast about dating and all that. So had Kyle on, and we're talking about wine for a little bit, and how Sauvignon in French just means savage, and that's why like Cabernet Sauvignon is just because that grape varietal can grow anywhere savagely, right? I did not know that. Interesting. So when you want to call someone savage or something was crazy. It was so soft. Okay, so that's just a real spicy way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, like or like someone's cutting up the dance floor, fucking drops down, get okay. their eagle on. Yeah, oh, yeah. that shows soft. That shows a little savvy right there. See, I don't know about the straight community if it could really like launch off, but I believe in the probably game. not. I think that's like I said, that's a little spicy. Too spicy. That's, that's got a little uh, little zip to it, a little, a little pizzazz. Zip. It's got some poppers on it. <laughs> got some poppers. <laughs> So, saw for sure. I like schlode. I do like schlode. I actually had a coworker ask me. He didn't know what chachi meant. It's and I do like this guy. I also like this guy. So I don't want to talk shit about him. Uh-huh. But when he was like, "What the fuck's a chachi?" I just wanted to be like, "You're you a are fucking <laughs> chachi, dude." If you're it's asking me what the fucking tro, you know what I mean, tro. 
dude. <laughs> so I explained it to him though, you yeah. know, and then for me to explain it though, I was like, I was like, I'll wait till certain things happen tonight. But, and then uh, you'll understand what the uh, fuck a chachi is. Chachi behavior is also different for different people. I mean, it's very douchebaggish. Yes, it's very douchebaggish. Very uh, Chad like, I guess. Chad. If maybe, we want to use our, maybe it's the uh, our Mexican incel brethren uh, term there. but Maybe it's like the Mexican version of a Chad. A chachi. Yeah. Like relying on no fucking but is language. Really, yeah, I was gonna say is Chachi really a Mexican term? It could no. be Italian. It could be whatever. Yeah, no Italians are like jabroni. Is that an Italian word? No, it was like a Italian hockey thing. Oh, okay. jabronis. For some reason, I thought it was like Cajun or some shit. I don't know why. Cajun? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. As far as I Creole or some shit. I don't I, I, I'm Italian. I grew up watching hockey, and I heard jabroni all the fucking time. Hockey players and Italians watching hockey. Disclaimer, everybody. We are not linguists. Yes. <laughs> we are just a couple of jabronis talking I, about I, chachis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I'll say I do have a... Uh, a master's in Ebonics. I got the Rosetta Stone. Uh, oh, okay. Two chains do, does oh, it. Oh, okay. The two yeah. chains Rosetta Stone for Ebonics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I got the free trial for 14 days, and I realized <laughs> that I was, you know, blowing through it. Might as well buy it. Doesn't make a dent. <laughs> Doesn't and make then, a dent. And then there you go. Hey, take the most expensive thing that you own. <laughs> I'll buy it. Won't make a dent. <laughs> You fucking Yeah, Jabroni. <laughs> yeah, goddamn Chach. You fucking Chachas. <laughs> Chachas, face-ass Jabronis. Dude, I'm getting the giggles right now, bro. I got to... All right. Let's base ourselves back. I have so, that effect on the ladies. <laughs> you give them the giggles? Yeah. I know. Not in a good way. No. <laughs> 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 I don't know what my effect is on the ladies. A little self-deprecating humor for y'all, right? There. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like our yin and yang. Yeah. I love it. And then I do it too, and it's fun. And then you do it. So, so anyways, we <laughs> yeah, but when you do school. it, you have actual charisma. Because <laughs> <laughs> I believe in it. That's true. I'm a true believer in my depression. So. <laughs> <laughs> it almost made me spit take my beer just now. Dude. I'm glad I held that down. So we met... And we, we ended up doing – a cover band was playing for the talent show. Oh God, we went off on a long tangent right there. <laughs> that was like a seven-minute tangent. But I'm glad I'm glad y'all are sticking around for this one. Dude, they're going to listen to it all, man. It's going to be like a four-hour podcast. Dude, that would be great. I really want another two-hour podcast that I'm not like blacked out in. Who's in it for the long haul? Yeah, dude, people, people is the one with Charlie. Yeah. Two-hour two Memorial Day special. Yeah. And I blacked out halfway through it. I did listen to that whole fucking podcast. You actually. did, yeah. see? I mean, that's the nice thing about podcasts, though. Like, you can just put it on while you're yeah, doing sure. shit. I think I was playing, like, 2K online or something. Yeah, just, just listening in the to the background. podcast. Yeah. Had my microphone on on my PlayStation 2, so everybody else had to listen to me listen to it. So that was pretty Thank cool. you. Thank so, you yeah, for the I'm reach. pretty sure some, some 12-year-old... <laughs> uh, in, I was in fucking Oregon got to hear that, so... Thank God, because he needed to. Change I assume it was on the West Coast because I was playing at like five thirty in the morning. And there was still people <laughs> you are the like an insomniac, like a motherfucker, dude. Yeah, man, I was up until 
uh, 8.15 this morning editing some video work that I was doing. Yeah, so. we're recording this podcast. I usually do the podcast around like noon or so. It's about 5 o'clock. Yeah, I got here at what, 3.30? <laughs> yeah, that's fine though. I needed to sleep. It's yeah, been busy. Yeah, same. So we did the cover band and we sang Fat Lip together. Yeah. And then we really didn't see each didn't other much. much. No. Stop running the party like my name is El Nino. I was hanging out I remember, in the bag of El Camino. I remember after that, actually, uh, I invited you to come drink beer and play rock band with me and Ezekiel and yeah, some other people. Yeah, and I went to Chili's. And you politely declined because you were lame and a child. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Chili's and drank lemonade and had a hamburger. Oh, man. That's just so fucking wholesome. I love it. But you know... When I so I ended up moving to Austin after high school, and that's when we really started hanging out more. Yeah, and that's when I was getting into the beers. I've always had a natural love for alcohol, but the man, I did, you had to drag me kicking and screaming into the beers when I was younger, bro. Like, and uh, that was mostly because I hung out with Ezekiel. You know, know Ezekiel. Like- yeah. Um, he's always been the biggest drinker that I've ever known. I mean, he'll drink anybody on the table. He Garen fucking tea. Yep. I promise you that. I give it I give it to him because there's nights when or back in the day, and yeah. especially in my prime when I could fucking booze, dude. Yeah. I still No, I mean Because you, like I would we both hit the same level and like I'd just plateau and he's still chilling like, Hey, let's put another fucking album on. Yeah. I'm just like Oh, 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 oh. I mean, he's chilled out a lot uh, lately. Oh, I mean, sure. he's we had kids, have, he's married, Fuck. and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, going back to what I was saying We're about, about Austin, the primal days. Yeah. Like, what, 07, 08? Yeah, yeah. Like, right after high school, basically. But, I mean, uh, that's what I was talking about earlier. My last little losing shit blackout story in Austin was because of fucking Ezekiel. We were up there for his bachelor party. Um, I saw pictures of, of that, ago. and I saw a bunch of fucking motorcycles. Yeah, it was during the Rot Rally. So uh, The what? The Rot Rally, a rally over Texas or whatever. It's just a big old biker rally. It's one of the biggest in the country. Huh. Uh, the one that they have in, I think, South Dakota, whatever it's called. Uh, not the state. I, just <laughs> I, re- say, oh, I know the state that? is called South Dakota, but I don't remember the name of the rally that's over there. But it's the biggest What's one. What's the capital of South Dakota? Who cares? <laughs> okay. That's the real answer. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Nobody lives there. It's all fake. By the way, Mount Rushmore is bullshit. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> ever been there that's listening to this podcast right it's now. It's tiny, right? That's what I hear. Dude, it fucking sucks, man. You drive all the way out there through the middle of nothing. I mean, South Dakota is really pretty. I'll give it that. Like, it's it's a beautiful countryside. And it was dope. Like, but I was a kid. I was with my grandparents. You know, we were um, on a road trip. And we were going all through the country, seeing a bunch of stuff, but we ended up going up to Mount Rushmore and yeah, man, it's like some faces at the top of a mountain that you have to look through a fucking binoculars to even see really. You can't even get close to it? No, you can't get close for shit. The closest you can get is like half a mile away. (laughs) That's that's uh, up in the mountains. I mean, it was supposed to be this big ass statue. It was supposed to be the full bodies of everybody, but they just stopped working on it and they never. I finished. didn't know that. I didn't know it was supposed to be the full bodies. Oh, dude, when you see the the actual plans for what it's supposed to look like, it would have been fucking sick. Then why did they <laughs> stop the plans? Um, I don't remember exactly. Hold on, I gotta start the camera again. All right, word. Yeah, because I didn't know that. I thought it was just supposed to be the faces, not the manpower. Yeah. Did all they they killed all the Chinese making the railroads and they had <laughs> nothing They'll, fucking. Um, I think it just ran out of money. The guy that was building it was crazy. I think some sort of like Confederate sympathizer. I could be wrong about that. Did you say you stopped the camera right now? No, I had to return it back on because we just reached our 30-minute limit. Oh, word, word. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, is that how far we're in? Look at that. Yeah, I want to keep it going. I so. don't know how you keep saying uh, 
for people who are listening, it's like, dude, you don't understand. <laughs> like, without just downloads is over twelve hundred a month. That's not no, I know. That's, so that's people are crazy. listening. So don't I know, worry that's about what I'm it. Saying. I'm talking to them directly. That's my <laughs> hey, point. Talk to the people. Talk to the fucking chachis. I'm the fucking people's champion out here. I'm like the rock. You are the people's champ, dude. You're 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 San Antonio's fucking pop sensation. <laughs> the young teen, mean, the young teen pop sensation. I'm the Justin Bieber of music video making. And actually, actually, I wanted to ask you this now. So you switch from Stiltro Music Group to Stiltro Studios. Yeah. Now is this? Do you still record music at all, or is it just it's, film now? I really haven't recorded music in a long time. Okay. I'm still open to it. It's something I would like to do. Maybe when I actually quit my job and I can go creative full time, yeah. uh, which I'm working really hard towards. Uh, if anybody needs work, let me know. Um, but yeah, man, I just I haven't actually recorded a full track, mixed and mastered anything in probably over a year. Word. And that's um, since I started doing video about a little over a year ago. I feel ago. like video is more your passion because you can do the music in it. Right, yeah. And visual. it's uh, the way I've described it to other people is that uh, recording music is more of facilitating somebody else's creative process. It's somebody sure. being very creative on their own and you're trying to get the sound that they want, you and know, they, trying to what, match, and try and, to figure out what's in their head. Right, 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 right. So it's, it's really collaborative. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun, but, uh, doing the video stuff gives me an opportunity to be more creative on my own end, which I haven't had the opportunity to do for a long time. Yeah. Uh, not since I was, you know, writing music and being in bands and all that stuff back in the day myself. Uh, so this has just been a really good opportunity for that, getting some of my own creative output out there, which is really nice because um, I haven't had and, an opportunity. And if they that. want to watch it, where can they follow you at? We'll have um, the link in the details for sure. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm at Still Trill Studios. Still uh, Trill. Yeah, Still Trill. Uh, still True, Still Real. Yeah. Y'all, that's some Texas shit. Some Texas. Texas shit, boy. Bob, um, so yeah, st- still, yo, yo, still, still trill studios on Instagram, and then on Twitter, it's still, uh, still trill music. I need to change that over, but I don't know how to do that because I never use Twitter. And then uh, Twitter is a fucking Twitter, like Facebook weird. for me, is just a facilitating uh, for posting more of my Instagram on the gram. Yeah, there, yeah. Instagram is mainly my social gram, media dude. platform. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's where I post everything. Uh, also on YouTube, just look up my channel. It's Mr. T- Mr. Texas. <laughs> I said Mr. Tits. Mr. Tits. No, Mr. <laughs> Texas, MR dot TX. Yeah, Mr. Um, Texas, Texas Andy. There. Um, you'll see my logo. looks exactly like my face, yeah. uh, sideburns and everything. So, Hell yeah. But yeah, I just don't. I mean, recording music is cool. I like doing it. Um, you definitely got really deep in the scene, too. It. Like, people... You would like were hosting rap shows, everything. Yeah, I was doing a little bit of that. I'd like to do more of that. It's just um, you know finding time, finding opportunities, yeah. finding the cash because you do have to put up a little cash to do that. You have kind to of pay stuff. the house. Not exactly that, but when I do stuff, I like to do it right. Like I'm going to hire a lighting guy. I'm going to do you know. Yeah. I'm going to get DJs. I'm going to do the whole thing. So I don't like to half ass anything. I like to full ass everything. Full ass it. Full ass it, homeboy. So disclaimer: ass man till I die. Yeah, I'm I'm in that camp as well. Like tits are cool. Like if 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 you're stacked, that's some extra points. But when for 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 boobs, they just gotta look nice. They just gotta look yeah, nice. Not even for me. They could be offset. It could be. Small, it could be any. I'm an ass man. I don't care. I'm just saying. They, I'm saying that though. As like long as they fit the woman that's holding them, then they're they're beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just gotta have a nice nice shape, nice form. They gotta sit right. <laughs> they gotta sit Et right. Etc. 
Oh. Tetsatera. There's just something, though, about, like, asses and then sundresses, bro. Sundress season in Texas is a little longer than other states. In yeah, sweet. about six months. Yeah. And fuck, dear Lord. I'm glad this cold front came through, dog. I was super excited. I mean, we're calling it cold front. It's like only 59, 60 degrees, but yeah. It was like 65 today, and I'm wearing a hoodie because we're not used to that around here. Yeah, true. I'm not but totally acclimated to great. it. Actually, crazy. I was uh, I was in L.A. Uh, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Josiah. Josiah Mays, shout out. Yeah, shout uh, out Josiah Mays. Follow him on Instagram. Look up his music on SoundCloud. Uh, you got to do a podcast with him, too. He'll be in town uh, by the end of the month, I we think. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah. We talked about it. I haven't got a date yet. Um, but, yeah, we were out there. He flew me out to go shoot a music video, um, which we're getting ready to drop. We're just trying to get it to drop, like, on a platform. We don't want to just drop it ourselves. We want to get, like, an elevator, no jumper, say yeah. cheese, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, we were out in L.A., man. I was actually surprised by the uh, – how cold it gets down there by the coast, man. Oh, yeah. Like, it could be a pretty hot, normal, regular day, like 80, 90 degrees out in the city. But as soon as you get down by the water, dude, it drops by like 20 degrees. It's fucking this nuts. This is why they grow wine there. I don't want to get into that's a crazy. wine tangent, but that's why Please it's a great... But it's a great growing... <laughs> it tastes like shit to me, but... But that's why some of the best wines from California are because of that. No, yeah, true. So, I like, mean, I'll just yeah. give you a little quick rundown. Napa Valley, you've heard of it, right? You know the Sonoma coastline, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Right. Well, in between is the Russian River Valley. I'm sure you've heard of that. Most yeah. people have heard of that. Well, what it is is like having your AC on and then opening up the door on a hot day. Yeah. So there's an exchange of temperatures. So you have all this cold air rushing through this valley to hit the hot pocket. Mm. Hot pocket. <laughs> the hot pocket in half of the valley. just a little bit? We did. That was nice. That was nice. I did like that. Uh, so it hits that. So while that's going through, the warm air from Napa is going out to the coast and creates this fog. So literally the grapes have all the sun in the world, but then they have basically an umbrella of fog so they don't have too much sun. Yeah. It's like perfect balance. It's heaven for grapes. So yeah. I can understand. Like, And that's why those growing regions in California, those crazy temperature drops and stuff, that's why people are growing now in Texas because in the hill country. The fucking hill country has crazy temperature drops. Yeah, we have some uh, pretty decent Texas wines on the menu at my job, actually. Um, it's coming up because they have to. The vines have to get older, and now we're finally at the point where. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty new thing for Texas to be growing wine um, at a any sort of decent clip. Yeah, so we're, we're getting there because we used to import a lot from California and use it in like the wines would be twenty five percent Texas grapes, but right. now the wines are the vines are getting older, the wines are getting better, and actually that little strip in Fredericksburg, I don't know what you call it, uh, but that strip has more wineries on it or about the same wineries as the famous strip in Napa Valley. No shit. Yeah. Wow. More than in Willamette Valley, in Oregon, and all that. Washington. So we're actually like number one and two right now for like wineries. Just ours are young vines. Well, I mean, we got the land for it. Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, you know, there's so much goddamn thing is, people Texas. didn't know what could grow here, so they just went with what they liked. They're like, oh, Cabernet, fucking Merlot. Right. But we got to realize we have a climate like Spain. You know, so we grow like Tempranillo's works better. So it took right. a long time. So a lot of fucking people wasted a lot of money because the amount of money it costs just for like an acre of vines and upkeep. I don't even want to say the number. It's ridiculous. I bet. So if you just waste that on a grape that doesn't even fucking grow in that climate, 
you just shit down the toilet. So like in the last like there's seven, a reason there's years, a four hundred percent markup at restaurants. People, yeah, this exactly. shit is expensive. It's hard to do. You're a farmer, but you're a farmer that has to use all chemistry. Ever, it's crazy. So they're using now. They're growing in Texas. We're getting Italian shit like Sangiovese. We're doing Spain Tempranillos. We're doing Syrahs. Go well. Warm, warm climate shit. They figured it out. Sorry for all the fucking people that spent God knows how much <laughs> on vineyards that just Lost grew. A shitload of money. Yep. You got to have a shitload of money to even think about having a winery and really vineyard do. anyways. Like, yeah. A decent bottle of wine's 20 bucks. Imagine having a whole fucking vineyard <laughs> and then hiring people to water it and plant it. And Coach it Pop away. actually uh, owns part of one out in uh, Oregon. He the does. A-, A to Z Pinot Noir is one of Popovich's yeah. uh, vineyards out there. And I heard this. I don't know if it's true. And if it's true, it's one of the dopest things. But I heard that he gutted a wine cellar in Italy, the wood and everything. Yes, took the whole thing. And then imported it. Is that true? It's 100% true. Dude, that's fucking insane. That's one of the most baller moves you can ever do. We're we're from San Antonio, so when we talk about Pop, we talk about Popovich, the coach of the Spurs. And he is an amazing human being. He's an incredible dude, actually. Um I've actually gotten the opportunity to meet him several times, which is lucky, um, you know, working in the service industry for so long, um, which I yes. have been, you know, like 12, 13 years, whatever. Uh, now yeah. I've been working in nicer restaurants, et cetera, trying to quit my job and go create a full time. But for the time being, it makes the money. So, yeah, uh, the last place or one of the last places I was working at, he was actually one of the regulars over there. One of Chef Wiseman's restaurants. Uh, no shout out for Chef Wiseman. You're a dick and you suck. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to say anything on that. Yeah, but <laughs> I love my chef. Um, well, I love most chefs. I don't like Chef Wiseman. But anyway, I was working over at the Sandbar down there at the Pearl. Yeah. And um, uh, Coach Pop used to come in all the time. Like open, close, and then open, and then close again? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, Chef Wiseman sucks. He runs his places like crap. Anyway, uh, when it was open, we were over there. Me and my girl both worked there. And uh, Pop was one of the regulars. He came in like every couple of weeks or whatever. Just get some really nice wine, get some oysters, yeah. chill out, and just, uh, you know, shoot the shit with whoever he, he wanted well, to bring right? Bro, he tipped fucking crazy. The first time he came in, <laughs> he gave me five fucking thousand dollars. See, yeah, I believe it. Five thousand, y'all. I mean, I didn't keep all of it. I split it amongst everybody else. You know, I was trying to be nice. I couldn't be the only one to make that money when I. And was actually, there. the whole organization does that. Um, he teaches oh, like Spurs his in trainers general, and everyone. Like, I anytime I've had the... anybody affiliated with the Spurs in yeah. a restaurant, they've taken care of us. Yeah, so. it's always over twenty percent, and it's always the like... Spurs is very community community oriented. And they uh, want it to be like that. Anyway. And that's why I love yeah. about it. That new uh, uh, that new H E B commercial with Manu is pretty good too. No, I don't have cable, it. so I don't know. I hadn't seen I, it. That's not on YouTube, homie. I forget there's this. I'm a real right fan, here. boy. Hey, what's up? What's up, Cam? Is it still recording? Yeah, it's still on. Word. I think it only does thirty minutes at a time, so I'll have to break it up. But that's all right. Uh, Forty one minutes. It's gonna take me like five hours to export in an hour long video, man, but we'll I, make it work. I will tell you, man. Um, I'm super happy to have you here today, though, because like you're one of my best friends. Top five I've ever had in my life. <laughs> top five? Did top I make five, your MySpace top, five, top, top eight, dude? You're my top three on MySpace. <laughs> my top four. What is it? Like four and four? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can break it up however you want, dog. Oh, I, that was later on. I though. think I had a top two at one point. I was just like, these are my homies. Everybody else can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out MySpace, though, man. For real, though. You MySpace. I, I wish about- MySpace would come 
back. No, I found out about MySpace. People need to migrate back that to MySpace. Justin Timberlake bought it. Yeah. And then when I found out about that, I also found out he married Jessica Biel. Did not know that. Yeah, Justin Timberlake is straight winning, bud. Dude, I would... Mm, Jessica Biel, sweet Jesus. But for real, though, like... Do you I know wish... another little weird one that kind of reminds me of Jessica Biel? Hmm. Rachel Ray, bro. Rachel Ray can get it. Dude, she can get it <laughs> every day, all day, dude. <laughs> Cook me up. We like them thick. She's like, they do it in 30 minutes, dude. I can do it in 15. We'll just do it twice, dude. I do like them dude, thick. I like a little meat on them, dude. yourself on that 15 a little bit, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it matters. Like Honestly, it really matters. Like Some days, dude, I'm a, a two-pump chump, and some days it's like I'll just... I could do it for like just an hour a, and just a five minute slime jamma. <laughs> that's what they want, dude. Pump it up. Get loud. Pump, 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 pump it up. <laughs> pump, pump, pump it up. Fuck. Um, we're at the 43 minute mark, y'all. And Dom Caesar has got to take a leak. So yeah, we're going to pause this so we'll and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. We are back. Back again. And real quick, too, I would just like to uh, give a special shout-out to Lone Star Beer, uh, the national beer of Texas. It is. And also really the only beer I will ever drink. Uh, so, Lone Star, if you're out there listening, please give me a sponsorship at Still Trail Studios on Instagram. I'm not bullshitting. when If I go to a bar and they don't have Lone Star, I tell them I'd rather just not drink anything at all. True. I love Lone Star. You all have always treated me well. Um and I will continue to drink your product till the day I die. <laughs> I might become a millionaire one day or a billionaire or a trillionaire. And I will still buy 18s of Lone Star. I would rather drink Lone Star than literally anything except for water and sweet tea. <laughs> that's Those are the only two things that will ever beat out Lone Star. And that's only because those are the days that I'm not drinking Lone Star. You know, it's so weird. Like after I've drank and tasted so much wine, I really don't drink wine like. Like I don't go, oh, I can't wait to go home and have a bottle of wine. That is kind of weird because you do really like wine. And I you love enjoy it. it. I'm passionate about it's it. It's not your go-to, I'm going to have some a days glass I, of wine to relax kind of drink dude, like a lot of people. Some days at work, like, I have to taste like 20 different wines. That's true, too. That's kind of oversaturating like, your palate with shit. Yeah, I want fucking hops. I want some cold. <laughs> I, want, I want Lone Star. Yeah. So I mean, when we're getting right down to it. That's mainly one of the things I don't like about wine is that you're drinking, especially with red wine, you're drinking something that's like room temperature or like shouldn't be lukewarm but. or, you know, slightly chilled if you have it in yeah, the right it environment. It should be like 55 to 60. Right. Degrees. It should be in a wine cellar and, you know, temperature controlled and all that stuff. Like we had that one restaurant I worked at, which is really dope. Yeah, uh, all ours are cooler than temperature <laughs> control. Uh, shout out Wang Chow, that shitty restaurant I worked at for Wang like Chow. six months. They spent $7 million on a building. On that, this building uh, that is sitting empty and vacant right next door to a Ferrari. brand new Ferrari dealership over there what in Lock and waste of money, dude. Yeah, super, super huge waste of money and time for myself. But uh, they had an incredible wine room. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I got to walk it. It was yeah. beautiful. But that's the, my going back to my point. The thing I don't like about wine, especially about red wine, other than the fact that it tastes like sour grapes, is that <laughs> is. I don't like drinking things that are not ice fucking cold. Word. Word. And I know you like, like white water, wine, beer. I guarantee you there's red wines tea. that like, I could get you on. You'd be like, oh, this is fucking delicious. I guarantee you that it's not possible. 
I mean, I've been in this industry working service for a long time. I've tried hundreds of wines and every single red wine tastes exactly the same to me. It tastes like something that's been left out in the sun for too long. You do like whites, all right? Is the Sauvignon Blancs you I like? I like three white wines that I've had and they were all Sauvignon Blancs, yes. Yeah. It's a very good group. They were all from New Zealand as well. Yeah, so Marlboro, maybe that's, New Zealand. Uh, they have grapefruit flavor to it, grassy. That's maybe my thing, I guess. But yeah, even well, then, like, I'll have maybe a glass or two with dinner if we go somewhere nice, me and Allie, and then... Well, it's a good starter. It. And yeah. it's, it's a patio pounder. You can have it anytime. You can start a meal with Sauvignon Blanc. You can end it. But Sauvignon Blanc, all the different styles, really... Marlboro, but again... New Zealand is the best place to grow Sauvignon Blanc. Ice cold. Has to be fucking cold, man. Like... That's so weird. Chilled... I like my white okay. wine like room temperature. No, fucking I, cold. Get, I taste more of it. Yeah. Get more of the notes. Super cold. Weird. Hey, so you're telling me, who the fuck is white Dante? <laughs> like, oh, man. I got to tell know. you people about white Dante. White Dante is amazing. Okay, so this guy, he's... I he's think a, a real person? Yeah, yeah. I think he's a point guard or shooting guard for the Milwaukee Bucks. I think he just came in this year. Okay. So he might be a rookie. NBA. Yeah, NBA. But his name is Dante DiVincenzo, all right? So, so Italian. Super Italian. But, uh, you know, his name is Dante, which you <laughs> normally associate as being like a black name. How right? do they put DiVincenzo on the back of his jersey? Uh, capital D, lowercase i, capital V, And, like, the font is, like, three? Um, what? Like, how do they fit that whole ass name on there? Oh, DiVincenzo's not that long. They got longer names than that. They got fucking Valanciunas and all these other weird ass names. They got all these European players out there now, so they don't have to worry about that too much. I think they just use a smaller font. There is one guy, I can't remember his name, but he's got like one of those three hyphen last names. Oh, my God. And they have his as like a fucking rainbow arc on the back of his jersey. That shit is hilarious. But. Uh, so white Dante, this this name came from Bomani Jones. You know Bomani Jones on I ESPN, and he used to be on with Poppy and all that. Yeah, yeah, and he has his what great happened podcast. With that? He's got his own show now with. Uh, well, I have his. I follow his podcast. Yeah, he's got his own show now with Pablo Torre called High Noon, and I was actually watching that this afternoon. That's why we were talking about it. Because uh, you were doing some <laughs> stupid dab dance before we started recording, <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> the other night. So, okay, this guy, DiVincenzo, White Dante, as Bomani Jones likes to call him. He's just fucking losing his mind over this guy because he had a really great game the other night. Okay. I think it was his, his debut in the NBA. He had a really great game. He has a lot of charisma, but he was also the guy that was, like, leading the huddle or the pregame, like, yeah. you know, hype party. Pump you up. Yeah, and for the dude being a rookie, being white, being, of- like, six foot nothing, you know, that's a kind of a weird thing to see. And he was doing this stupid fucking dab dance that nobody's done in forever. Oh my but God. he was doing it with such force and such <laughs> charisma that he got the whole team, like, amped as fuck, I can dude. find this online? Oh, yeah, you definitely find it online. Just look up Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> D-O-N-T-E, I think. Not D-A. It's D-O. Word. But, um... Dude, he was getting hype as fuck. But anyways, he had a great game. It's just weird Vincent, that they're going to like a, of Vincent. a rookie white six foot nothing guy as like their like leadership linchpin and like hype man Italians on that team. Italians are like that, dude. They're spicy. But dog, he's like he's just taking it up. He's like fuck it. I'm the I'm the man, dog. 
dude, and you got to walk in. That's that big dick energy, dude. <laughs> He's got the big dick energy. You got to have that big yeah. dick energy. For real, for real. And it was just funny watching Bo Monty because I love Bo. Like he's I my favorite ESPN he's my favorite personality. Commentators. Yeah, him. I miss him on Poppy's show with uh, highly questionable. Dan yeah, Avatar. it really ruined the show when he left. Uh, I they they do the guests sometimes. Okay, I don't know, they got man. different pickers. No, whatever. No. It's really all about Poppy for me anyway. And I like Dan, but when Bo was on there, it was just amazing. But Bo's one of my favorite ESPN guys. So shout out Bo Monty Jones. But just <laughs> I'm talking about White Dante today. It was just like. Oh my God! You got to get a load of this, White Dante. <laughs> the guy's just so full of hype from. And he plays for the Bucks. Yeah, he plays for the Bucks, and they're right. you know they're making some noise this year. So shout out, shout out them. But I'm a Spurs guy forever, for sure. We always have trouble with the Bucks. Yeah, well, we have trouble with a lot of teams. New Orleans maybe. Bucks. We're gonna have a lot of trouble this year anyway. We've got a lot I of. I think we play uh, LA tonight. Play the Lakers. Tonight. Yeah, we do play the Lakers tonight. Lakers have not won a regular season game yet, so I'm hoping that streak continues, especially since <laughs> Rondo punched, oh, punched Chris Paul in his fucking peanut Did you face. see, though, that spit on, spit on him? I saw that up close, dude. That is yeah. so fucking disrespectful, though. That is hella foul, but this this has been brewing for like 10 years. But just Those as, guys do not like each other. But just as a man, just, oh, somebody, just spitting on someone? Honestly, though... To me you now, you spit on your own dick. To me, if you now, have sex or you spit on a pussy, and besides that, you don't spit on anything, dude. Oh, I spit a lot because I smoke a lot, but uh, that's I used besides to spit the a point. lot when I smoke. True. Um, <laughs> to that point, though, um, to sh- to further show how Chris Paul's a bitch. By the way, I hate Chris Paul. Uh, if somebody spits in your face. You don't just point your finger at him. That's when you start swinging. He waited until you the other dude started elbow. swinging until he started swinging. You go straight bow, dude. I think you go that's elbow uh, to the fucking face. For Chris do- Paul to get spit on and then get the first punch thrown in his face and get rocked, that Bitch, makes him awake. But I would do this. I would do the one two. So you swing with your right, you hit with your fist, and then you follow through with the elbow. It's the one two, bro. Everybody says what they would do when they get in a fight until they're actually in a fight, and then you just start swinging your hands like fucking retard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How many fights have you ever been in? Have you ever been in like besides like you know fight night fight at night the in Metropolis? Austin? Yeah, like that doesn't count. I'm talking about actual like like four. Like we're pissed off. We're gonna throw four. Dukes. Ansley punched me in the fucking face so hard a contact flew out my eye. <laughs> I remember hearing about that second hand. That's that true. That's that. a true. That was an Irish pub, right? I yep, and I kept egging him on because I kept saying he had low T. Yeah. And that was the joke at Hoffman. And this guy's like a six foot five black guy with like the build of LeBron James. Every takes everything and super serious. Takes too. everything super personal. It's really personal. funny to make fun of him. And so I would just kept telling him he had low testosterone and low T and just took it way I made too his, far. I Actually, made his... almost all my fights happened at Irish Pub. When I told the joke about the vagina, like what do you what do you call the skin around a vagina, a woman? <laughs> And then everyone That's a laughed. Shitty joke, though. <laughs> Dude, no, everyone laughed. This is a good one. And then, then this one guy was like, "Hey, you massaging this motherfucker?" And then oh, it was like, just some guy white knighting you. That's whack. Yeah, he was trying to be the white knight when all the fucking women were laughing at the joke. Oh, okay, that's stupid. Ansley punched me in the face, and then he broke off my rearview mirror while I was trying to run away because <laughs> he would have killed me. Ansley's a hoe, but <laughs> he punched me straight. I'm right honestly surprised he didn't cheek. try and sock my ass because I uh, nicknamed him at Hoff Brown. I got him a lot of – I got a lot of people calling him the same thing. I called him Dildo Jones in the full-blown AIDS experience. 
<laughs> Every time I saw him. Dildo Jones in the full-blown AIDS Every time he come into the kitchen, I'd be like, oh, look who it is. Old Dildo Jones. It's Dildo Jones. Walking around Full-blown AIDS experience. <laughs> Which is a fantastic band name, by the way. Trademark that shit. Someone needs to. Haven't. Oh, dude, I was always Hollywood. really great at making up band names, though. Like, more so than I was at playing any actual music. Yeah. <laughs> I had some great band names in some of the bands I was in. We just never had any actual good songs. The best name I ever came up with was She Tastes Like Texas. Yeah, that was a good name. And that was all because of that Taste Like Texas hookah yeah. in San Marcos. My favorite was uh, an old grindcore band I was in with Ezekiel. Uh, I named it I Hope Everyone Dies But Me. <laughs> I remember is, that. That's pretty much like the truest statement I've ever uttered anyway. It's like kind of like your drummer is just like a bucket of like black cat fireworks. <laughs> yeah. So check this out. Well, we had an actual drummer. We had like a full band lineup, but you know, we had lives and things to do and we never practiced and we just booked shows. And if you could make it, you could make it. And if you didn't, you didn't. Not so professional we, as fuck. Yeah. Super professional. So we would just go play a show and make up everything as we went along. That was the whole gig. We just wanted to be the fastest band in San Antonio. Everything very fast. doesn't matter if you play actual notes. <laughs> uh, this is punk as fuck, right? So it's awesome. Punk as fuck. Um, but I remember we would, uh, and we kept getting invited back to places. Well, they were like, man, that's the weirdest thing. Cause we, you were a spectacle. We played at the white rabbit a couple times and, uh, no, like the booking guy was like, man, this is fucking dope. Dude. Is like Chris Blakey. No, this is not Blakey. This is actually some other guy, uh, that was booking like punk shows over there. And he was like, man, this is fucking dope. Like you guys were crazy. What's up? Like come back again. So we were like, fuck yeah, we'll come back. You're not going to pay us anyway, but we'll do it. But anyways, I remember we played a show there. It was in the back room. It wasn't on the main stage or anything like that. We did do the main stage of the Sanctuary. Shout out Sanctuary, by the way. That was I used to think I was going to get jumped every time I walked by the dumpster. Doug, Sanctuary is my number one music venue in San Antonio still. Like, nothing has ever beat that place. Didn't I saw it like Golden Zebra, isn't it? Like a gay strip no, It was uh, Petticoat Junction. PJs for a long time. And then, Junction. Yeah, now it's something else. I don't know what it is. over there by SAC, but uh, it's over off of Maine. Dude, like, but I saw so many good shows there. Like, all of my favorite bands growing up, they all played at the Sanctuary. So that's it was the place. Special place in my heart. Um, plus, you go downstairs and there's a weird club. And, like, it was, it was super weird. Cool, cool place, though. dude. A lot of weird emo to, like, and punk bands and shit. White Rabbit for the first time after it's been, like, the new thing was really weird. I have not been and to the Paper I, Tiger. Bro. I, I haven't been. I didn't. They, I'm, it's not like I refuse to go, like, but they're not booking anything that I want to see there. Anyway, no, but so. I went and I was with Zeus and we were having a night on the town, bro. I spent like $85 in Ubers that night. <laughs> he was like, if you buy the Ubers, Carlton Zeus, shout out. Yeah, he'll, he'll pay for everything else. Yeah, he was just like, I'll pay for everything as long as you got the Ubers. And I was like, all right. We Ubered from fucking like basically Helotus past Taft <laughs> to the strip, to the strip, dude. And I was like, well. Let's put that on the American Express, yeah, dude. Fucking, I guess. Dude, when me and Josiah were in um, L.A., we were supposed to have a rental car, but some shit fucked up. Things went through, whatever. Can you pour me some of that smoke juice, dude? Is that possible? Uh, not out of this particular mechanism. No, it's not. Gotcha. I need the, the actual bottle, which I don't have. See, I don't know where the fuck my Kratom juice went, bro. Um, but when me and Josiah were in L.A., uh, we were supposed to have a rental car. Shit fucked up. So we were like, fuck it. We'll just take some Ubers. Not a big deal, right? We're staying downtown. But the places we wanted to go and film at were all over fucking L.A. And L.A. is huge, bro. Huge. Like, 
People think San Antonio is big. It takes a while to drive across San Antonio. Like that's it's nothing. I thought LA was small, just with a lot of people. No, 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 no. LA covers a massive, massive square footage, dude. Like or square mile, I should say. Like, uh, have you ever been to Houston? Yeah. I've only been in Houston a couple of times, but uh, it's I w- dirty. I would venture to say LA is like double the size of Houston. No fucking way. I, I would venture to say that, yeah. With all the suburbs and everything else included, like Pomona and going all out, bro, like it is massive. And when you're staying downtown, you think, oh, it's the central LA, blah, blah, blah. But if you go out to Hollywood, you go out to, um, you know, Rodeo Drive, you go out to the beach and all that stuff, dog, we spent like 400 bucks on Ubers. Sweet Jesus. Over two and a half days. Oh, my God. On just Ubers, man. That's nothing else. Like, that's not food. That's not... We were riding the scooters. Were the prices more expensive, too? You did the bird scooters? Yeah, yeah. We were doing the scooters all over town, actually. They don't let you ride them on the, on the beach, the beach roads down there. Um, but sand gets in they have No, up. they have signs everywhere. It just says you can't do it. But nobody really cares. So every night... We can, we ended up at the Santa Monica Pier every night just because it was so pretty and it was just really cool. I saw shots from that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that music video is going to drop soon. But um, yeah, we ended up there like all the time, and we just kept taking those scooters down there on the beach, man, just cruising around, smoking some bud, and just it was beautiful though. Like there's you know the cold water coming off. There's nobody out there after the sun goes down. Really, like it all clears out. So there's like nobody down on the beach except for the hobos and the tents. Yeah, because that's that's something weird about LA, dude. Like the the homeless it's like Skid thing Row is like crazy. That- not not even just on Skid Row, like everywhere. Um, they let uh, homeless uh, people have tents. Like it's you can do that. It's not illegal. So you can go to LA basically, and just right? Live and so, wherever, as long and as there's you there's a lot of people that do that, and you can just be walking down in the middle of the street. By the way, L.A. is dirty as fuck. Like, one of the dirtiest yeah, places I've ever Yeah, and I hear, like, been. when it rains, all the sewers come up, and it just oh, is disgusting. It's super gross, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, man, like, we were driving, like I said, in one of our many $400 Ubers. We were yeah. <laughs> uh, getting on the highway somewhere, and I looked over in the median between the two roads, and there was, like, 50 hubcaps. What? Like, just the hubcaps. Just... Everywhere, strewn about, and like a mattress that looked like it was uh, had been burnt, and like you know, just like the dirty, ch- and like the you know, cups and why? beer cans. Dude, I don't know. Like just trash everywhere. Just too many people in one spot. Trash everywhere, bro. What are, like, how many is like eight million people in LA? A shitload, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the count on it, but it's a lot. But yeah, dude, uh, that was one of the things that I really noticed because I've been to a couple of different big cities. A couple of different downtown areas and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like Denver was really clean, really nice. That's what I hear too, Denver um, is. And it, I don't know what they do or what kind of city ordinances they have in Denver, but I didn't notice any homeless people until the sun went down over there, which is really strange. Like they weren't. Yeah, because they were all about... in coffee shops and drinking like craft beers. <laughs> I guess. And they're like, oh, fuck, time to go to bed. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, but they weren't like sleeping. That was like their panhandling time. It was super weird. Uh, way different from Texas. But yeah, LA was just hella dirty and just very, very massive, man. Like I didn't really realize. I've been to LA a couple times, but I only went to a couple different places. And... I've never been. That's a place people tell me, like, I need to go. It's cool, but, like, dude. Like my personality, they're like, oh, you would love it. It's a really cool place. I think you would do well out there, actually. Um, with as personal as you are, you can just meet everybody and network. No, and blah, I would blah, blah. Yeah, meet, yeah. I think you would do really well out there. But 
it's such a. I do well with the gays. <laughs> I think you would. I think you would do better living not in L.A. but being in L.A. a lot. I think you would hate living in L.A. I can see that. I but really love San Antonio. I think traveling there a lot would be good for you, but uh, living there is not good for anybody. <laughs> see, I would travel to L.A. to do podcasts. I would. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be um, sick. And actually, you know, some people that have been liking some of my posts and whatnot are LA comedians and whatnot. And it's right. pretty, pretty cool, man. So like shout out, if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm down to fly out to LA and podcast with y'all. Or if you're coming through Santone or Texas, shout out anybody who's been listening to the podcast. Shout out anybody who Dude, helps anybody create everyone. Yeah. Shout out to everyone that's like featured, listened, download. Yeah. And anybody who's ever watched, shared, even glanced at one of my music videos or listened to one of the tracks I record, thank you so much. Like, yeah, it means a, it, it means, means a lot, lot to everybody around here. Especially like San Antonio has a reputation for not fucking with people, um, which kind of sucks. Uh, like, I mean, think about it. Like, like what, who's really blown up out of San Antonio? Not, not many. No, Carlton Zeus. Yeah, I mean, Carlton Zeus is doing his thing, and like, he's dope. But I mean. I'll I put don't know. Zeus like Zeus up there is like one of the biggest guys. Yeah, and I do too. And I, you know, I love Zeus, and we're, we're homies. Like I love the motherfucker. Like he's one of the down dudes, and he puts on for the city heavy for sure. But I don't think he's yeah, got we that. We kind of all do it for the city. We really don't do it for anything. It's else. not about that super wide audience, though. Yeah, you know that's yeah, a lot of people yeah, are like that too. True. Which is, it doesn't. I don't think San Antonio has a reach at a lot of places, dude. Even though it's such a big city. And I don't know if that's really just because the scene here a lot of the times, like, like I said, it has a reputation for people just not fucking with you. Like if you're in a band or I deal with a lot of hip hop artists and all, that's what I do mostly is hip hop music videos. I used to record hip hop, uh, but I do everything, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a band, fuck with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll record it. your music video too. I don't just do music videos for, for rappers, but, um, but in all the whole scene, um, you know, like people have their core fans. They'll have their friends. They'll have the people that come to every show and that'll buy the merch and all that stuff. But it's really hard to get that outside of town. You know what I mean? Like, or, or outside of your main, uh, your main friend group or your main, uh, support group. Like it's hard to gain new fans here. Like you really have to prove something. You got to go next level with the shit. Like your, yeah. your live show has to be crazy. Like you got to do, that's what Philip Wolf did. Well, and Zeus did like, Zeus that, like did, that's how yeah. Zeus came up here for sure. Like I remember he going to my first, uh, my first Zeus show here and I was like, Holy you're like, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. I was like, dude, there's like, dry ice. Yeah. This dude's he's got fucking, fog machines and lights and he's, he's got fucking a, crowd like surfing a on a costume raft. On. And, yeah. yeah and like, his DJ's got the fucking whole setup and he's got a fucking, you know, rhinestone shirt on and like cowboy hats and they're like doing their thing. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not saying you shouldn't have to do that. Like you should definitely put on some performance value, give some people their bang for their buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's definitely true that not a lot of people do that here. Um, but at the same time, like, I think there's a lot of talent that's just going unrecognized or overlooked because they're more focused on their music and their songs and their production of that level than they are their live shows. One of my things like about this podcast was I wanted the reach to be outside of San Antonio, which it is now and shine light on people like, yeah. And that's awesome for sure. Like people from others, you know, I got people from all around the U S but outside the country listening. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, Oh, San Antonio. Yeah. 
And then, then I post a lot about food and whatnot, and they're like, oh, whoa, you people actually eat something else besides beans, Antonio? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Yo, hold up, though. Shout a- out beans, because beans go hard as fuck. You're a fucking especially when you get some good ones. That uh, that little taco truck outside of Hard Bodies oh, over I there. Forgot. You're a big Baracho uh, bean guy. Baracho beans go hard. You though. are Baracho bean guy. I'm just saying. Here, right. Mexican food, generally speaking, is clutch. I will refill us if you want to talk about some Baracho beans gotta, real quick. Oh, I think I already went through my backup. Topo chicos. This guy's drinking so many fucking Topo chicos right now, dude. I know, but mineral. Like the what, only- what's about that spicy water that you love so much? Is um, that Mexican jumping water? It's like I like. That's <laughs> <I, I, laughs> what it is. Whoopsie doodle. I can't. You know, there's different brands, but Topo is Topo Chico. To- Topo like Frico. To, if you like to sponsor Topo Chico, I will probably have kidney stones from all the minerals <laughs> in it. But I'll uh, I'll be there. Some little kidney stones, just a couple, a little dabble. Do you? I've ya? heard that's like one of the most painful things. I would uh, pay any large sum of money to never have a kidney stone in my life. I am not bullshitting. That sounds like the scariest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. Basically, you have a crystal rock in your kidneys going through your P-tube, coming out your dick hole, <laughs> and ripping up your fucking shit down there. And I am not about that life in any way, shape, or form. Dude. No, thank you. When you said pee hole, I think women don't understand how small our pee holes are. Yeah, it's it's uh, minuscule. I've heard like it's like pushing a watermelon. A straw is what it feels That's like. That's what I've heard like too. But a lot of – okay, so – I've been I've been what I've heard, checked though where they like stick a fucking Q-tip in your dick yeah. though. Yeah. All the way down into like, yeah. your actual pelvis. You feel it inside your body. <sighs> fucking – and they don't tell you no. that. Because if they told you that, you'd or like, be like, when you get no. a fucking catheter put in or something, dude. Uh, I do not want to be old. By the so way, like kill surgery. me before I'm ever old because I do not yeah, want to have a catheter. Like someone wipe my ass or do any of that kind of Just shit. Just kill me, fam. Like, for real, I'm done. But uh, We'll shake on it. You kill me, I'll kill you, dude. Because if no one else wants to pull the plug, I'll just be like Andy. That'll be like if uh, our if we're not married in five years, packed. Except if I'm not dead in twenty years, just fucking end me, fam. Yeah, I'll get you with the sniper rifle. Or something. If I'm not married in five years, I'm probably doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything either. Let's stop that subject. All right. Well, fucking. What were we saying though? Damn, we were talking about something I wanted to go into, but now I can't remember what it was. Shout out Lone Star Beer. Lone Star. Making me lose my train of thought, but... um, (laughs) I love that. Why do they call it a train of thought? Is it because you're training your brain or like choo-choo? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you just, you know, your train of thought gets lost at the station or, you know, takes a wrong turn to Albuquerque like Bugs Bunny did or whatever. Yeah, but like how the fuck do you take a wrong... I don't know. Whatever. Histories and mysteries. Histories and mysteries. So... Some of the times, like when we lived in Austin, man, I told the story on another podcast about that party. Oh, uh, what Eric? What I told it with Eric. The eleven kegger or the dance party? Because the le- there were the two different one ones, but I think he the, conflated them. The cop helicopters came. That was the eleven kegger. Okay, so check yeah. this out. Let me give the full backstory on this. People need to yeah, hear. Yeah, so uh, my buddy Ezekiel um, had just gone through his. Um, some some class that or his school course that he was in he had just graduated, 
I won't say for what. <laughs> and um, our other friend, Matt, uh, which is still weird to call him Matt because I've known him as Yoda his whole life. But he likes to be oh, called yeah. Matt like, now. Who the fuck are you talking about? Uh, but anyway, Yoda and Ezekiel. Uh, it was Yoda's birthday and Ezekiel graduated. They wanted to have a party. And they wanted to do it super huge. Now, the Metropolis is this apartment complex in Austin. Which Ends is, up being Section 8. Yeah. Is it really? I haven't been back there since. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's crazy. it was crazy as fuck when we lived there. Like... <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I don't care because I don't care about my job or anything. But when we uh, <laughs> when we went there, we were looking for places to move. Me, Yoda, and Ezekiel when we left our last apartment. Is there a nicotine yeah. in that one? Can I try it? Yeah. I try it? Um, so he's gonna cough like crazy. Watch. Anyways, uh, when me and Ezekiel and Yoda, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> you barely even hit the shit. Anyway, so me and Ezekiel Oriado were looking for a new place to move. We went to uh, the Metropolis, which is this... Up- is this fucking pumpkin spice? No, it's like some fucking... Uh, like, it tastes like pancakes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, we get it. You don't vape. I vape on this Yeah, but that's not a vape. Anyways. So we were looking for a new place to move. And we go over to the Metropolis. We heard it was crazy. I think we've been to a couple parties there. Actually, we knew we'd been to a couple parties there. Yeah. Because our leasing agent. It does taste like pancakes, yeah. by the way. Our leasing agent over there uh, was like, you know, he showed us a couple places. We were like, this place is dope. But we kept giving each other side-eyed glances like, I recognize this guy. I've seen him before. And we were looking at each other. We were like, man, I know you, right? Uh, I think that's what Yoda said. And he was like, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I've seen y'all before. He was, and then I was like, we did a shitload of coke with you at this party like four <laughs> weeks ago over here at somebody's apartment. And he was like, oh, yeah, you guys are dope, blah, blah, blah. So they gave us a great deal because we did coke with a leasing agent. So this is the kind of place that that place was. Okay, so that's just to set up the, the, uh, the Metropolis. Sorry, Mom, if you end Doing up listening to this podcast. Did coke with a leasing agent. Yeah, but anyway, so... We'd been living there for a while. You know, we started to know everybody because at that place, it was just like Party Central, man. Like, it was. You walk around a with a six pack of, of beers and just walk into somebody's apartment and start partying. Like, it was one of those kind of places. And we'd have somebody knocking on our door at like four o'clock in the morning, like, hey, what are y'all doing? You had cement floors. Yeah, concrete floors, stained concrete floors, which I really liked actually until they started getting uh, sticky and stained because of all the spilled booze. <laughs> yeah, broken glass. Broken and- glass and all kinds of shit. But, um, <laughs> That goes back to this 11 keger party. So they wanted to celebrate. We wanted to do it big. Uh, had a bunch of money saved up. And other people wanted to throw in our neighbors and stuff. Didn't make a dent. Didn't make a dent. <laughs> so, um, and these, these apartments were set up. I think it was like an old hotel. And it was like a big. Uh, each building had its own like courtyard in the center of it. All the front doors faced it. So, you know, you could just walk outside your front door and see people barbecuing or whatever. It's a really social place. Um, oh, yeah, because I, t- I talked about your neighbor Yeah, down Naked Tea Party Lady. I remember hearing naked that. Naked Tea yeah. Party Lady, yeah. Yeah, uh, we kicked her out for AIDS. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But anyways. Kind of mean, but oh, she was crazy. <laughs> Get the she fuck out of here, bitch. You got AIDS. That wasn't me by that said that. Anyways, that was somebody else. But. That was someone else. <laughs> anyway, that didn't happen at this party. That was a different party. Anyway, so they wanted to celebrate. We had this uh, big courtyard, so we told all the neighbors. They were like, yeah, we'll throw down. So we made flyers, right? And we put all the flyers out on our building and, like, the two buildings next to us. But we had new management at this complex. They were trying to cut down on all the party culture and blah, blah, blah. So they photocopied our flyer 
and put it on every single door in this apartment complex. Yeah. With a note saying, if you go to this party, you will get evicted, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone. And then every single person in this apartment complex came to this party. So we had. And everybody brought booze. So you had bottles for everybody. You had kegs. Like we had. We ourselves, I think, got like six kegs because we were planning to go all out anyway. But we had other people show up with kegs. And then we did a bunch of bottles. We had like three bottles of vodka, three bottles of whiskey, three bottles of gin. Yeah. And Um, we had other people show up with kegs. Yeah. We had. Okay. By the way, our nine to 11 kegs that we got to were floated before beer clock. And we went out and and bought more kegs. And then, I think it ended up at like 13 or 14. What would you even call this party if you wanted to call it a party? It, it was a fucking extravaganza. Like, it was a yeah. Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza. Like, this shit was nuts. <laughs> like, okay, so check this out. So, this, uh, this new uh, apartment manager, like I said, wanted to get rid of the partying culture, blah, blah, blah. So, which, like, you can't do when you live across from Longhorn Landing. You know, yeah, yeah. like when I would go to this uh, place, dude, insanity, insanity every single time. And the people that live there just wanted to have a good time. So getting rid of the culture of having a good time in a place that's only based in having a good time, you're going to fucking lose. Yeah, you're going to fuck up. And the, the the place had like this uh, this air of being able to just do whatever you wanted. That's why we had the fight club. Eric explained and, it like it looked like it was a like a hippie commune. On, honestly, it was a hippie commune. It was one of the only places you can legally be naked yeah, right. in public. Like I said, a hippie commune. Um, but the, he explained it. It looked like a Tony Hawk level. It did. Like they had a like a, a plane, like shit. half a plane coming out of the side of the building, and like there was like a car, was, like an art piece in the middle of a courtyard somewhere. Really weird. It was a cool place for that. I got very tired of living there after a year. I'll tell you that. I've never been tired after three days like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyways, we had this big-ass party, and people were fucking... This is on the second floor, by the way, guys. Oh, this is in the courtyard, so this is out in the middle of everything. Well, I'm talking about when... I just remember no, when shit That's what I'm saying. Loose. You're conflating it with the dance party that we had for Pruitt. That was the other one with all the bottles and shit. That's the one where people were yeah, falling off, like jumping off the balcony. That's the one where I got arrested at, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's okay. a different story for a different podcast. But another podcast, part two. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so we went. We had this party. We had all these fucking everybody at this apartment complex showed up basically, and we had the apartment manager come out and call the police. And uh, the problem with that was is that she did not live at the apartment complex, so she could not call in a noise complaint when she was not experiencing noise. True. So the cops came. She was like. Oh, they're having this party, blah, blah, blah. And the cops were like, well, you called it a noise complaint, so let's figure this out. And the cops would shine their light at a door. Be like, hey, this is 701. Who lives here? And somebody at the party would be like, I do. I'm <laughs> fucked up. Like, hey, 702. Who lives here? Yo, that's me. Let's get it going. 703. And so on and so on. Until they figured out that everybody at that building was at our party. Yeah. And you can't call a noise complaint when everybody there is having a good time. So we basically told her to get fucking lost. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This is a private party. You weren't fucking invited, bitch. Because you don't live exactly. here. And you posted the invite right. for us. Thank <laughs> so, you. So she had to leave. And when the cops were leaving the first time, because they came back several times, because eventual noise complaints really were filed. <laughs> 
But the, when the cops were leaving the first time is when we had the first band loading in. So we had a band playing in this guy's apartment, this dude named Travis, that lived on the oh first floor. God. And there was this fucking crazy like rock that. punk band. I can't remember what the name of them was. They were, they were badass, by the way. They yeah. fucking rocked it out. And they had a huge crowd because this guy's entire apartment was full of people. He Okay, so the next day, I'm going to segue into this real quick. The next day, everybody's hungover as fuck in our building. We all come down and had a big barbecue the next day. And Good. everybody just getting together and just eating fucking greasy ass meat to help us fucking settle our stomachs yeah. a little bit. But Travis comes out of his apartment at like four o'clock and it's like, dude, I've got footprints all over my ceiling. Because <laughs> people were crowd surfing in his apartment. Yeah, makes sense, I guess. I saw people, dude, they crowd surfed out of this guy's apartment all the way up the stairs. Around the entire building, down the stairs on the other side, across the crowd through the courtyard, and back into this guy's apartment. I saw it happen, the full circuit. All right. <laughs> There's that many people here. I mean, it had to be a thousand people. Like, it was insane. Dude, there was. Okay, we had the cops come back like three times. It's like a WMB. They had uh, the, the riot cop, like, helicopter flyover with the spotlight. I remember the spotlights were hitting the party and they made people party. Yeah, more. like, there was people just like, like yelling the at the helicopters. Hit, like, everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this is like when uh, the band Justice or the guys Justice yeah, yeah, were coming yeah, out. So, like, it was like, boom, spoon, spoon, spoon. Yeah, super loud dance and music like, and strobe light like helicopters. Huge, and, yeah, and then, like, people loved it. Fucking crazy, man. And, okay, so the next day, too, I remember I had to go somewhere, get, like, groceries or whatever. Like, I needed food, something like that. So I remember driving down Riverside, and we had these cups at this party that were all, like, they were marked. They were like these little Coors Light cups that we got from somewhere. Like somebody stole them from a bar or something like that. Yeah. We, but we had a shitload of them. Like we had like 500 of them. So they were like these little plastic uh, Coors Light cups. And all down Riverside and up 35, all the way up through downtown, I could see these little Coors Light cups from our party just littering the roadside from people that came from other places, heard about this badass party and came and had all these fucking drinks and were like driving drunk and all kinds of crazy shit, man. Well, it was probably, yeah. Like how many people live there? At least three fifty. A lot. Yeah, for sure. It was a big apartment complex. I think there was 10 buildings. I don't I think it's section eight now and they changed the name of it. Um, but they're trying to like, I don't know, get rid of the party yeah, culture. I don't think you can't stop. I mean, that place has a legacy. It was known for partying before we got there. Our front door of our apartment, we could moved in, uh, had a giant big ass fucking dent in it. Didn't make a dance. Didn't make a fucking <laughs> dance. But no, it actually had a dent in it from when the, uh, the SWAT team came in and uh, busted the door down from the previous tenant who apparently was a huge Coke dealer. I do remember that. And, uh, didn't you say, like, didn't you <laughs> No, there was Coke, there like, was a rumor the that there was, like, two pounds of Coke hidden somewhere in our apartment. So my roommate Yoda tore the place like, apart, like, to like took off the paneling on the side of the bathtub and exposed the piping, like, ripped up the vents and all <laughs> kinds of shit. Because, I mean, you think about it, like, it's not even just for the drugs. Like, that's a shitload of money just that sitting around there. That is a ton of money, so, yeah. yeah. That's what he was in it about for, but... Yeah, the show was crazy. Okay, actually, speaking of SWAT teams and raids, <laughs> this happened while I was living in the Metropolis, yes. too. I don't know if you knew about this even at all. Um, I don't know. What, so I remember one night, there was a party again. Uh, it, every night was a party. It was our, our new neighbors. So the building, like, down to the left of us, 
actually it's to the right of my front door. Um, the buildings were like the stacked. No no, the no, 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 no. The buildings were stacked in like tiers. So you had like our building was slightly above the next building. And so you had stairs that went down, whatever. So we had new neighbors that moved in. They'd only been there for like a week. And we started noticing like uh, scantily clad women walking around in the parking lot late at night and ah, weird stuff like that. Pimp. Maybe. Allegedly. Quote, unquote. I don't know how the court case turned out. I don't want to say anything. But anyways. <laughs> they were going around. Uh, few, Your titties hanging out, girl. They were going around and being like, hey, we're having a party. Like. All the neighbors are invited, come down, chill, blah, blah, blah. So Some orgy shit? No, we were just like, whatever, it's a party. So we were down there. We were like, damn, your unit is way cooler than ours. It has an exposed brick wall. Like, we were just about it for that. Like, we were like, this place is dope. Um, you know, but they had, you know, a bunch of people there, you know, a bunch of people smoking, snorting, whatever, everything that was going on, right? So... Whatever, whatever. Start lines. Yeah. Fuck dimes. Whatever. We had some drinks. Went back to the place. No big deal. It was just another night at the Metropolis, you know, having some drinks. Um, so, but of course, I'm hungover as fuck the next day. So I go outside. Probably about 11.30. I woke up super early because I was, you know, still hungover, drunk, whatever. So I walk outside, and, I, and we didn't have a back porch, so he had to go out front to go smoke. So I went out front to go smoke a cigarette. Remember that? Yeah. I'm just... Camel white. Yeah. I'm just, camel light I'm just whites. sitting there in, like, my shorts, no shirt, um, just chilling, right? And I see some dude in a suit walking through our courtyard. Hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of a strange occurrence. Mostly it's hippies hmm. walking around here. But it was a guy in a suit, shortly followed by another guy in a suit. I was like, FBI. This is very shit. strange. And then I saw them pull their guns out of their holsters. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is very strange. And then I look to my right and I see the SWAT team coming up. Oh, shit. From the apartment yep. I was just in the night before. And they, while I'm sitting there watching, smoking a cigarette, be like, damn, this is fucking crazy. They fucking <laughs> bust the door down. Oh, police open up the like, dude, like, and they arrested, they, they probably arrested, I think six girls, scantily clad women, uh, like three dudes. Like these are the dudes that had like the spinners on the car. Like they had the fucking yeah, yeah, you know, low yeah, rider, like caddy, shit. all that stuff. Like, you know, those kind of dudes, the lights that you would put, like, I didn't a fucking think anything LED about light. it. You know, like people do that shit, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, when they come out with all these chicks and all these dudes and then they got trash bags full of shit and they're walking out with computers and, bro, like, they clean this place out. And <laughs> there was a new tenant in there, like, three days later. Like, they moved somebody else in completely. Oh, my bro, God. Like, they couldn't even crazy. clean the pussy juice up off the fucking crazy. Like floor. They, they, like, took, they snapped their pictures, <laughs> did whatever they needed to do in the apartment, and then Metropolis was like, well, shit, we're going to get our money. And <laughs> they moved somebody else Sweet in. Sweet Jesus. How about a turnover? I'm saying, brother. <laughs> oh my Super god! Super with it. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go from there. You ever heard that story? No. no. See, that's the thing. Like, I just remember Yoda being like, "I think there's a pimp." Bro, downstairs. everything that happened between me moving to Austin after high school and me moving back to San Antonio was like a. It was like a crazy movie uh, that some that's shit that I happened felt. to somebody else. Like, remember when the Chili's burned down? Yeah. I remember you that told me that story. Down. Yeah. That was the night I quit doing coke. Yeah, because I spent eight hours in a bathtub doing coke in a bathroom. 
<laughs> in an apartment that somebody owned, so we didn't have to be in the bathroom. That was just the place we did coke at, so we were hanging out in this bathroom. Yeah. Well, mostly coke's done in a bathroom. Of course. It's a bathroom drug. It is. <laughs> like so, poppers. But yeah, we were hanging out in this bathroom. I was laying in this bathtub. People, my ba- so you could look at my fucking mirror. back hurt. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys that was over there was always paranoid said... Oh, there's cops outside all, all the time. Like, I would always see cop lights. Of course. The guy that's always... But I remember one night we were like, fuck window. it. I'm leaving. It was like 7 in the morning. And there really was like 100 cops and like fire trucks and ambulances. And the Chili's over on Stasny and 35 in Austin was literally a towering inferno. Like, uh, flames 50 feet up in the, hot, in the sky. Because like. when I moved to Austin, it was just... Burnt. Yeah, it's completely burning to the ground. It's rebuilt now, like it's a brand new Chili's and all that, but like completely torched. And I remember getting home, I was sore as fuck, I was paranoid, and I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. I need to stop doing this. So I, I pretty much still I chilled at home for like three days. I played Tony Hawk's American Wasteland 2, and I just Classic. did nothing except yeah. chill. And I was like, I'm just done with this shit. And that was really the last yeah. time I did coke. Honestly, I think that was like six, seven years ago. Honestly, no, more than that. More like 10, 12 years it's ago now. like a decade. Yeah, 10, 12 years ago now. But that was the last time I ever did that shit. I'm glad, well, too. Well, good, because they're putting like fentanyl in it. And people are dying Dude, randomly. super scary. Yeah. Super scary. Back then, you just had to be worried about it getting cut with gasoline or some yeah. horrible shit like that. Now but that, that like, people are literally just punning it, and it goes to your brain like instantly, and you just fucking die. I'm not about that life at all. Anyways, fuck. That was an awesome story, though. We're about like an hour and a half in this thing. Yeah. Um, still going hard, man. Still a lot I want to talk about, are, but I, kinda, I gotta take I a piss because like, I'm like three beers deep now. So, and you're like three right, choke, but you guys deep. break. That was recorded. My mouse was upside down. Uh, we cannot click the mouse. Dude, so, um, I'm gonna put my spectacles on. Dude, I don't know spectacles, why. Spectacles, they... wallet, and watch. You remember Dude, that from Austin awesome Powers, where he crosses himself? No, you got to tell me. Testicles, wallet, and watch. But now it'd be like everything you gotta have in there. You gotta, you have your phone nowadays. Um, you would have to because if I don't feel like a wallet or something. Oh, I panic. I feel my phone, wallet, keys. I panic. I tap. I'm like one of those constant tappers. Tap dance. Yeah, I gotta fucking feel all my pockets, make sure I have everything, because I carry a lot True. of shit. Too. I do too. So of I got course. the, I got the vape, I got the cigarettes, I got the lighter, I got the phone, I got the wallet, I got the keys. I usually got the fucking. If I'm going to work, I got the wine opener. I got change for the parking meter. I got pipe. I got weed. I got. They make you that. use a parking meter down there? No, oh, yeah, dude, it's downtown here. But you don't have like a lot or anything. No. Interesting. Well, the place where I work at is right across the street from the Alamo, so we're in Alamo. There's Plaza. no room. Yeah, I there's guess, no parking yeah. down there. Which has the best? Some people like to do like the the highest. Which is the most Texas thing you can for do. sure is work the place that's, that's looking down at the best view of the That's why I went there, baby. <laughs> I but, know um, it works. It works. <laughs> I mean, some of the people I work with park at the like the Hyatt garage that's right next to us, but they got to pay like a hundred something bucks a month, and I'm like, fuck that. I pay like thirty cents a day, dog, and I just ride the scooter. Thirty cents a day. Yeah, I park over there by the Corova. I don't think. I don't know. I pay the hundred dollars a month. You're stupid. You, if you're trying to do the math on that, you can't tell me thirty cents five or four days a week for four weeks is going to equal. No, 500. no. I was just trying to figure out. 
I did the math on it. I just, for me, you're going to spend another basically $92, but you're going to have the convenience in one year. The convenience of what? Walking 10 minutes? I can walk 10 minutes. I don't give a shit. And now I don't even have to because I take the fucking scooter, bitch. You bird it, so you're paying more. Yeah, it's a dollar. I don't know. Plus, Maybe I get to ride a scooter, which is sick. I got, I have a lot and a sticker, so I'm good, which is cool. Well, yeah. So I can get um, that yeah, a lot of time. Too, but when, but, but when I was also working downtown, we had to pay for fuck, and we didn't get our ticket stamped. Yeah. Uh, when I pay, or when I worked at the Palm of East Houston, across from yeah, down uh, street from where I work. Yeah. Majestic. Yeah. Because you work at the Majestic because you're so majestic. Ooh, but I don't. That's not where I work at. Don't look for me there. I know. I work at Whataburger. This <laughs> Everyone knows on the podcast I work at Whataburger. Schwaterburger. I do love that little schwa, schwa, schwa. Tell me, bitch, I eat there four times a week. So what are you going to? Because last time I went, they didn't have my chop house, bro. I get the same thing every time. I get a chop house. I get a number patty. one dry with no lettuce, add bacon. Large with a Coke and a side of jalapeno ranch. Number one. Okay. Number one. It's just regular Whataburger. I get a dry because they put the mustard on there. I don't fuck with the mustard on there. Don't you like mustard? I do like mustard. I like mustard a lot, but I don't want it on my burger. Interesting. So I. They're almost so similar. But also. That a hot dog is not a sandwich. No. Because you enjoy mustard in different ways. I'm saying is, uh, I get my burger dry though because I get the jalapeno ranch on the side. I don't want the ha- I don't need mayo on it because I'm already getting yeah, the ranch. Okay. I don't need the mustard because I'm doing the ranch. You're aioli. Right. I'm an aioli guy, fam. But uh, so yeah, I just get the number one regular sweater burger, no cheese. So I don't like cheese at all. Um, that's one of the weird things about me, podcast listeners. No, because he's also French. Can I say your last I'm name? I'm not French. Yes, you are. I'm Texas. Oh my god! Suck a dick. Your last name is more French than any wine I've had to like study, dude. Yeah, but I've never been there, and I don't give a fuck about it. They're a bunch of surrender monkeys. They did surrender. Basically, everyone. That's over, blood. Though, hold on. Can we go into a little history lesson? Can I? Can I? Can I give you a little history lesson on the fact that? Fuck you, man. They basically lose all their fucking wars, and then everyone else has to fight their wars for them. Everybody says they lose all their wars. Where does that come from? Where's all Bro. the wars? Do you go back all the way to the fucking French monarchies okay. and I'll just say this: that France giant ass like, no. empire that they had. This is this is they want a shitload of wars, fam. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking map it out in your brain for you. The area <laughs> that is modern day France, if you look at it, has been changed over by every fucking country and religion and shit over time. So many motherfucking times. The last were probably from World War II or Alsace on the yeah, right. You say that about you know? So I mean, we're talking about no, 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 no. We're talking about France religious is, empires. Though, and the sluttiest, though. France has changed. Well, nobody the ever sluttiest. argued they weren't the sluttiest. They've always been the sluttiest. That's why, dude. We've had so many wars, they've never won a fucking war. They've, won a they've had war. someone else fuck them. That's what happened. They won our war. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Order! Talk to me, son. Talk to me. Instead of all these Confederate statues, they should just replace them all with statues of fucking Lafayette, dog. <laughs> well, if you live in New Orleans, it's kind of like that. Whatever. Like I said, I don't care. 
I fuck with the French on a existential level. I have to know too much about them now too, and I hate them, and I don't know why. Bro, it's like Joe Rogan said, man. Like, when you think about it, if you go like the people that live in Paris, they're like so far ahead of the game, like fashion, lifestyle, just how they're chilling. Like, you only work like fucking that, four days a week. I don't know if I know that. Like, kicking ass, dog. I, I would be stuck up as fuck. They too. could be like the Ross version of America. I'd be stuck up as fuck if I was living in France. I'd be drinking a lot of wine, eat a lot of cheese, probably have psoriasis. I have a drinking problem because I just spilled beer all over myself. <laughs> I have a drinking problem. Dude, when people say that, it's like, yeah, you have a problem. It's like airplane. I love that, dude. Yeah, where he's like, bad I have a drinking problem. He just splashes water in his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like me right it's now. It's a bad day beer. to quit cigarettes. Bad day to quit amphetamines. <laughs> I st- it's a bad day to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> Was Airplane also when they're doing like the questions at the beginning? They're like, how fast does a cheetah run? Was it that movie? Maybe. Because like they're asking about the flights and like the third person walked up and was like. Oh, just like all kinds of weird. Yeah, yeah. I was was like, what's flight to LA? 11 o'clock. What's a flight to Philadelphia? Noon. What's a flight to this? And this guy's like, how fast fast does a cheetah run? 76 miles an hour on land. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, we just go into it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just good. That's just solid comedy right there. Dude, that's just beautiful though. And it catches you off guard. It's like. The similar effect happens with, like, scary movies with the jump. They don't make comedy movies like that anymore, though. Like, really? When you think about it, like, there, like Mel Brooks movies and, like, Airplane and, like, those weird, like, farcical comedies, though. Well, we, they don't really do that anymore, though. But that style is hard to read. It's hard to replicate. It's like it's like uh, Greta Van Fleet, which is a new band that's yeah, out there right exactly now. Yeah, they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. They sound exactly like Led Zeppelin, but the only band... But I, but I will give them the credit, dude, because they sound... So good, and they rock hard, and they're no. Kids that's 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 my it. point, though. Like, so, but no, 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 no. I'm going to the same point real quick. Just because you talked about Grand Flame so. Fleet real quick, I just got to say about Grand Flame Fleet. I'm giving them. I am too. They're doing their thing. They wanna. They wanna be the New Zeppelin so bad. They don't want to be. They've they they've already had Robert Plant say, "Hey, carry our legacy." They just don't rock as hard, bro. Dude, they don't. They, they don't even look like. They don't give you the feeling deep in your balls that Zeppelin gives you when, like, you hear one of those riffs. Of course, no band. Will. I know, but I'm saying like, I was trying to compare this to something else. Right. I can't even remember well, what the fuck I was just trying lost to compare your point, it to. So I, I co-opted you your got point, a point, and I'm taking that now. This, okay. this is competitive podcasting now. Who's <laughs> got the fucking scorecard? Actually, can, th- this is a fact about you, motherfucker. What? You say you've never, ever lost that Mario Kart. Kart? I do not believe that. I might lose in an individual race, but I will never lose a Grand Prix event. I've watched, I've never seen you lose, but I've only seen you enough. Like the sample size isn't large enough. If we're not doing like, I'm not talking, I'm not doing the cheats, you know, I'm not doing the bounce off the wall to get to the fucking end. I'm I'm talking whole course, you know. Uh, four players or two player Grand Prix, whatever you want to do. I'm taking note of this. Yeah, make a bed. Write it down, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. I got it on camera right now. I'll take any challenger. Mario Kart 64, any cup, any Grand Prix. I get to be Bowser. I'll whoop your ass. 100%. I'll win. Guarantee it. I'll put money on it. 
I'll put money. I'll put. I'll put money on this fucking game coming down right now. Cause you know why? Doesn't make a dent. Doesn't make a dent. I'll put fucking five dollars on it. Let's let's talk some real money, dog. On the game night. Oh, that I don't care about that. Oh. We're, we're, are we talking about the trash bowl? The Falcons and the Giants? Yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit? Dude, it's going to be a shootout. Both are... This is why I think this game is going to be so beautiful. Until the Cowboys fire Jason Garrett, I do not care about football. Okay, Unless well, we're talking about college. You know more about college. I play fantasy. By the way... What? Okay. LSU Tigers. I got the shirt. Actually, on Actually, that's my that's my low key that's my low key team because Andy, I didn't watch college football, and he was like, "Bro, you got to just pick a team." Just pick a team. I was like thinking about Clemson because I like Clemson DeAndre Hopkins. Clemson goes hard. Clemson number two in and the country then, right now. They're but hard. and then I realized I really love New Orleans and. Louisiana in general, I feel like, and that's actually where Bro, one of my great grandpas lived. LSU, where my grandpa lived all throughout after uh, Vietnam uh, because that fucked him up, and he went out there in the bayou. And when I go there, that's how I got fish because when I grew up, uh, he had fish tanks. And then when he passed away, my father got his fish tank. It was 125 gallon, like we had back in the. I remember that big fucker. I think. Yeah, this is 75, but look at it's the same. It just it would just be longer. I think it was a masterpiece, a motherfucking masterpiece. Dude, I don't, I don't think people talk about fish tanks. Oh, I had a a, a pat and it tied. Or, dude, if you do them right and you understand how shit works with water, fucking y- y'all y'all can't hear it on the podcast, obviously, but y'all see it if you watch this video on YouTube that we'll put up later. But sure, um, the Dom's fish tank game is actually uh, super very on point. And it always has been, as long as I've known him, really. Like, and like my fish are even from the same region. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. It's all about cichlids and all this crazy shit that I have no idea about. But um, this one right here is South. Uh, if you're watching right now, this is all South American Amazonian basin fish. Ooh, and look Ooh. how fucking dope it looks. And guess what? They're pretty dope. They're just chilling you know, right now, but they're. Do you know why like lakes it. and shit thrive? Is because no one fucking goes in and tries to clean it unless it rains. That's true. That's literally how you – once you understand water chemistry, your life becomes so much easier. Honestly, the, the thing with water chemistry, and you've we've learned it over the last fucking million years or so, is that if you don't fuck with it, it pretty much takes care of itself. Well, it's natural bacteria. It's all into that nitro area. Yeah, exactly. And you have to deal with like ammonia. That's why you have basically. like the cleaner fish. I see you got a couple of those in here. Like they'll – Clean up all the bullshit that you don't need in there. I don't throw just a bunch of fish that look cool in a tank. They all have jobs. Every single one. And in this one, I have a breeding pair of uh, Crebensis, and they're cave dwellers. And they, the male is only in there. The female, though, in this species is a little bit brighter. But anyways, they can't see. Unless you're watching. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. I keep it fucking real with it. It's a weird obsession, (laughs) dude. I keep it real. It's like... I don't know. Keeping it real goes wrong. You remember that shit from Chappelle's show? Yes. <laughs> yes. I keeps it real. <laughs> I don't know. I do. And I think I, I like working with the, like the rocks and making like. Yeah, no, that's dope. Making it look natural. No, it looks good. I love these things. Though, you've always been about it though, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Just now I have the space to be about yeah. it. Well, your parents, I remember the first time I walked in your house, uh, your parents' house and that that koi fucking pond. koi pond right in the front. It's, it's like, like a Japanese restaurant. Dude, 
<laughs> I never thought it, it really right is though. Like that. if if you don't know about it, like you walk in there and you go into the the foyer. You know, before yeah, you get the yeah. living room, the stairs, and all that shit, it's like the the main little room that branches off into everything else. There's like this big koi pond right in the front that has a bunch of big ass kois, dude. Like last time, last time I was over there, which is granted several you, years I'll ago. I'll tell you a story how that all happened. Like ten we of grew them up. There. We grew up. We were over there off like uh, we we're in a, like a twenty five thousand dollar home, dude. It was, we were poor, so we moved in that house when I was like a junior in high school. And this, and we built ponds in our backyard, you know, in the old neighborhood. We walked in, and that was supposed to be an atrium where they had, like, a live garden. And that's, like, you walk into the house, and you have these beautiful plants and trees and whatever. And But it was empty because they had to clear it out. And so my pops and I, we walk in. We both look at each other because we were both really into, like, ponds and koi at the time, which are awesome, dude. Like, koi fish. Dude, they kept them during World War II. The Japanese kept their koi fish in the caves and kicked out the women and children <laughs> to make sure the fish were all right. It's crazy, dude. Japanese those are wild. Facts. Japanese are wild. But that's how loyal they are and crazy about it. <laughs> Not to their women and children, apparently. <laughs> just to the, they love their art. Just more. to the fish. They call it art, dude. It's like oh, when you have no, a, I know, a for sure, fish yeah. like that. It's all. It's all. You art. ever watch that Ben Wirtz video? The the entire history of Japan. No, I have not. Uh, if we get done with this, you gotta watch that shit. That shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> if we get done with this, I wanna play like matters. I'll whoop your ass. No, we're gonna watch the game. Alright, this all started because we're gonna bet some shit. I don't wanna bet on the trash bowl tonight, though. Let's play. I'll bet you one doll hair. One doll hair on who? Who do you wanna take? I'm taking. You're the one that's betting, so who are you taking? Giants. All right, I'll bet one doll hair on the Falcons. Good lord, I can't believe I just. This said is going to be a shootout. It's going to be awesome. No, it's not. All right, so everyone, I'm writing that in the notes. Um, one, just double up. Okay, I'll just say double, double up. Double or nothing. Uh, I'm going to spell your whole name, Andrew. Shit. You know, I've actually thought and about then, actually just uh, going to Andrew and, and really? just introducing myself as Andrew instead of Andy. I think a lot of people. Most of the time when I introduce myself as Andy, I get a, huh? Or a, Eddie? Because you're Randy. Because I mumble and, you know, I don't really speak well. Well, that's what I say. You like Dom. People are like Tom. 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 Dominic? I went by Dom for Tominic. a long time. But it's weird because I feel, I feel you. Because, like, I went Plus by I'm, Dom. I'm about to be 31. I don't think there should be a 31-year-old in the world <laughs> named Andy. <laughs> Like, I mean, everybody associates that with the kid from Toy Story or, like, you know, whatever. Like, it kind of sounds Andrew, like a girl's name sometimes. What's your middle name? You never told me this. You know it. You don't know it? Uh-huh. Philip? It's nothing special. I thought you were just saying that as a joke. Andre Philippe? No, that's that's my French-sounding I thing. thought you literally were saying Philip because you were just, like, chalking. No, that's, that's, my, that's my full name. Well, that's kind of cool, but fuck me, dude. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to Andre Philippe Chavon, if you really want to get about about it. Domenico Cristiano Caruso. White Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> but you got to go look up the video. 145, dude. We're going to keep it going. I don't, I'm not I'm not stopping anytime soon. I'm not chilling fucking My either, girlfriend dude. texted me just now asking if she should get her own dinner. And I was like, yeah, probably a good idea. 
I'm off, off tomorrow, tomorrow too. Tomorrow. We'll get dinner, baby. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I have off. I, the first time I'll take you to Papa Don't Get You Gumbo, baby. Don't you worry about it. Ooh. That's our spot, dog. I fucking love Papa Don't. That's actually how I met Philip Wolf, man. Who's bartending? Weird story, yeah. He was bartending at Papado. I was sitting up at there. Uh, me and Allie couldn't get a table. So we were sitting up at the bar top, and um, I got a phone call from A Won't Go Hard. Hell yeah. He asking, Shout out. He was asking me about some tracks. Ride the did. wave. Shout out. A Won't Go Hard Instagram. Ride the wave. Yeah, ca- no, catch on to the wave. Catch on to the wave. Catch on to it. But uh, yeah, that's my boy. Uh, but we were talking about some tracks we did back in the day. And he just overheard me talking about mixing and mastering. He's like, hey, you do music? What's up? What's yeah. up? You do music? And I was like, yeah, Boom. I do music. Business. And uh, yeah, so he gave me, he ran out to his car real quick, gave me his mixtape. He's like, let me, let me give you my mixtape. And uh, they kind of sound like the beginning of like a Post Malone song. Let me, let me give you my mixtape. Mix uh, you know, people give you a mixtape or a CD or whatever. You're not expecting I've much. I've actually bought some from like guys slinging my gas stations before. Yeah, because you're a nice guy and I just tell him to get fucked. But you know, most of the time, whatever. I really don't give bums much money anymore. But I'll give them a cigarette if I have it on I'll me. Never. Or like something they could use like sunglasses or I'll something. I'll never give a bum money. I don't care. That's out there in the world. I'm a shitty person. I will <laughs> no, never give a bum person. money because there are people that I lived in Austin for three years, and yeah. those bums are very aggressive. I saw one try and climb into. <laughs> I, aggressive, bro. I was in the back seat of this girl's Mustang, so there was two girls in the in the front, and me and this other dude, Jared, in the back, right? And it was like tinted windows, two seater. Okay. So you, the, what year Mustang? I automatically thought old school. Oh no, no, no. Like it was and like, I was like fucking, how do you got two it was like guys? Like six or like, whatever, you know, whatever. Um, this is back in the day, back when I was in Austin, fam. So uh, I remember we were at this. We were leaving a show. We were leaving minus the Bear Show. Awesome. Which I only seen once in my life, and it was that uh, White Rabbit back in the day. Damn, and it was seen them once. They, yep. Because every time I've tried to see... Once I saw him at South by Southwest four times in one day. Oh, my gosh. It's fucking awesome. They played at noon. They played at, like, 3. They played at, like, 5.30. And then they played at, like, 9. If people don't know what we're talking about, uh, look up Minus the Bear. Uh, Yeah, that's my all-time favorite band, band, by the way. one of the greatest bands. And they're on their farewell tour right now, and I could not get tickets to their Austin show, and I'm very sad. When do they play? Uh, Like, right before my birthday. This is right before Thanksgiving November, or Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like a November like 10th or 12th. Why can't you get tickets? Sold out. Sold out? Yeah. They sold out immediately. Like That's one of the only venues that sold out like ASAP Fuck. Rocky. Uh, so that sucks because it's my favorite band. I can't get tickets and it's their last tour ever. But I saw them when they came uh, to Maverick Festival a couple years ago. Bestia yeah. and stuff. And that was really dope. Great show. I saw them and uh, some people tried to like get on the stage because it's the White Rabbit. And... Uh, they knocked them off and they stopped the show and they like gave us a speech. <laughs> they, were, they were like, "There's a lot of expensive equipment oh up God. here and we're trying to play you a show." And, and then like in the middle of it, I was like, "That's kind of lame, though." These guys are like too much about. They're real techie right. though. Like they do, they, they use techie, a lot of pedals like, and they got a lot of things so plugged into sense, a lot of but things. Like to give us a lecture. That's like, that's okay. pretty whack. I'm gonna say that. Thank right you, now. Pete Carroll. That's my favorite band ever, but that's pretty whack. That's not like every time I die. 
No, who's, who's my like, second favorite band? That is my who also my uh, came here and they were filming a video for that song after a quarter of a revolution on X Live. All I remember is he was like, I can't say no. to hang <laughs> off the bal- or uh, the railings. Yeah, the rafters. And then he was like, but if I was at a show like this, I'd hang off the railings. Yeah. and then people climb the wall. No, the I remember rafters. that uh, that show was uh, or that that video that they filmed was actually supposed to be a compilation of their entire tour, but they only used footage from San Antonio. Yeah. And they said afterwards that that was the craziest well, the show craziest that they've, show ever, they've played. ever done. Yeah. Because there was a stage diving contest and it, like there was. literally every 10 have, seconds somebody doing a flip off the stage or here, not like Dallas Oh yeah, they shit, always like, come to San Antonio. Cuz they sell out and everyone loves yeah. them. Yeah. San Antonio's like one of those hardcore cities though. Like it's um we were a heavy metal rock bed back in the 70s. Yeah, heavy metal and it never stopped. Hard rock and Tejano are like the San Antonio genres. Like, that's what they do here. And it's been here for so long, it's like you expect it. Yeah. Like, you'll hear an Aussie song. <laughs> you'll hear Crazy Train on the Fucking radio. nuts for that shit. They love it. But put some Budweiser's in you, and, you so, got, and you're watching <laughs> that's a Budweiser's. Ginobili hit threes. That's a Budweiser. Some, some Bula Limes. Bula Limes. Some Bula Limes. Can I get a Bula Limes? Hey, uh, just so you know, how much, star, how much you should get the contract for SBC Center. I don't know why Bud Light has a contract. How much Bud could a Bud Light lime if a Bud Light could a lime? I know Bud. I know Bud. Ah, sweet Jesus. So, anyway, back I want, to, I want back to, to LSU you, football. Just kidding. No, I was going to hit you with my, my question. Okay, of what's the question of the night? Now, this is crazy. It's crazy. We, we've lived together for so long, right? We did, for like we three know, or four years, probably. No, but like combined like a six-year span of different places. Well, we didn't live together. We just spent a shitload of time together. I came down every weekend to the Trill House while I was living I in Austin. You lived, lived there. there yeah. You basically lived in the one in Leon Valley. Yeah, I saw, I saw somebody... Uh, Piss in the uh, beanbag chair at the Trill House, so I felt like <laughs> that's I a classic. It, yep, they pissed the beanbag. Shout out Janelle pissing in the beanbag chair. <laughs> you stupid ass. I don't. I don't like her. Okay, well, let's glad we got it out. Get it out. Just get it out, dude. Well, what's up? What's your question of the night? I just wanted to tangent real quick. I was gonna say it's gonna go all deep because like I've lived with you, oh. and there's times like. You know, like, I grew up with, like, God, right? He's like, oh, my God. We're I grew up with, like, God? No. No, your, your view of, like, God or if there is no God has kind of been something, like, we've tossed around our friendship for 10 years or so, but, like, on the low. Get real serious with it, Yeah. It's a good ending question. So, like, we always, like, switch it up. And we know each other's views and we don't. But I'm like... I just want to know one thing. Do you believe that there is something, not a god or anything, but like a higher being out there in the solar system? I do not. No. I think you think uh, we're the smartest like thing out there. No, that's not what I said. I don't think there's a uh, like a creator, a uh, a uh, timekeeper, a bookmaker, or whatever the fuck you want to say. Somebody that's out there like pushing the papers around and figuring out what the fuck is going on. But that doesn't mean that we're the smartest organisms organisms out there living in the universe either i mean fucking 
the universe is a giant place, man. Yeah, I mean, what you see is small. Yeah. And what I know about you is you always love space and you always love I, I think that there are, there are civilizations and alien races and things out there that we will never see experience. So you do believe that there is something. Yeah, I think that there are, there are probably super, super, super advanced organisms out there that we will never, ever, ever know about. In the history of the humanity's entire existence, because space is, space is just too so large, infinite. too infinite. I mean, you can go literally forever and ever. I mean, we're talking billions of light years. Do you think maybe like where we're at is kind of like mushroom stage or kind of like... I think uh, where we're at is a convolution of very, very lucky occurrences. That could happen in a lot of places. Like I said, space is very big and we don't know much about it. Yeah, uh, there could be very, very. We got perfect climate. Yeah, and the there could be Earth-like planets all over the place. We just don't know. You would have to think, right? Or, or either, either we're so lucky. We're talking about a numbers game at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So you can look at micro, macro. Right. So if you look at at a fucking macro, you're like, oh, there's probably fucking at the macro thousands at the macro level. It's probably thousands, but if you look, if at, we're the looking at the micro level, level we're like the our one. solar we're, system we're or one. our light year like range, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> keep it in the Milky Way, <laughs> right? I, I, like I said, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that close to us that we might ever experience some sort of alien invasion or encounter, no, or if there ever has been UFOs. But you or, do feel like there's other like lives out? Oh there yeah, like definitely. That. I don't. I think that because there's times in my life like sometimes you're a nihilist and you're like. This is it. Yeah, most of the time I don't. I just don't give a shit about anything. I, I guess I am yeah. an nihilist in that sense. I really only give a fuck about my. But you do think there's something else out there, though? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm. I can say with absolute certainty that we are not the only intelligent life in the universe. All right, cool. I agree with you. Will I say that we will ever experience that, or meet them, or talk to them, or create us a, a grand universe, theory, fucking civilization? Like, either no. they were here before us. Or and they kept them out of our like they kept us out of their loop, or we just haven't done it because you know. You don't yeah, again too, like, like with as infinite as space is, uh, they could have been existed and died out a hundred million years before humanity ever existed, or they could be out there a hundred million years after Earth explodes through a the giant heat death of the universe, you know, the supernova that takes the sun or whatever. Champion supernova. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That shit could. <laughs> World champion supernova. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Doesn't make a dent. Doesn't make a dent. <laughs> it's a supernova, but it didn't work. <laughs> it was the black hole. Didn't make a fucking dent. Yo, uh-huh. Hover. I think you're trying to sound like Jay-Z, and I'm just trying to sound like a Jewish, Jewish man. They sound exactly the same to me. Kind of. But, uh... <laughs> yo, uh-huh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this podcast ain't kosher, my friend. Not anymore, but I'll still eat Hebrew nationals bro. all day, every day. But uh, yeah, I mean, if we're just talking about a pure numbers game, then infinite is infinite, and we'll, we might never know. So I'm not going to speak to any sort of certainty. I'm one of those cats that's just like, I don't fucking know. Is, oh, is there a God? Good, I don't fucking know. I ain't going to know Tom dead. And I'm, at that point, am I really going to care? Not really. Unless I end up in hell suffering forever. But at that point, I'm dead. So, fuck it. I'm suffering forever. Hmm. I'm all about life, fam. I'm just trying to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> you always said Scrooge and Duckett, dude. 
<laughs> Scrooge McDuckett, yeah, dude. Yeah, just fucking. Jo- I remember, like, when we were younger, just a dude. fucking swimming pool full of gold coins, dude. It was like, but our ideas, we try to make them work. We bought microphones. Call me Andy DeBloons, dog. Cause that's what I'm all about, dude. DeBloons. Oh, you know how crazy is that, though? Okay, first of all, we're talking the loonies and the toonies. Hold on, in hold on, hold on. They don't have one or two dollar bills. No, hold on, hold on. We were talking about fish and the ocean and all that stuff earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. And now we're talking about the balloons. How crazy is that, though? That how much treasure? Just how much everything is under the ocean that we've never seen or discovered because the pressure's too high, or because yeah. there's not enough light, or. Just the depths and know, man. uncertainty we, of the, our own oceans now, is insane. Now with just and those oceans have been there before us. That's what I'm saying. So they've seen crazier, and we're seeing skeletons now with cameras that can go deeper. And we're like, whoa, we didn't know. Or they find beaks of squid, and like they can compare. Oh, they find like, like new species. They find beak, like a new species every year. Oh, I know, it's but insane. they're like, but like the size of animals. Like the blue whale is the largest recorded sea. Animal, but Until like you on go land, deeper I'm into saying, the depths of the ocean, of what make like giant squid. If you did the math, it would be like two times the size of no, giant no, no, squid like, right like now. Two hundred feet like, long, it's insane, crazy, bro. Yeah, like half a football field. Can you imagine a squid that's over half a football field long? Dude, and it has jaws. And just think about that for a second, and reminds me of sphere. Imagine the endless, endless terror. Really just does, like yeah. remember those little uh, baby squids in Sphere came out and they started like hitting the thing and I was shout out Michael Crichton because uh, if you haven't read any Michael Crichton books you should do it. You got me on it because you, you like sci-fi. My dad likes watching sci-fi, but you give me you gave me some good recommendations. Uh, everybody out there, just go read some fucking books. Yeah, I please just, just any books, books fiction, nonfiction, just be literate, please God, it helps. <laughs> Helps everyone I'm not saying that in a condescending matter that much, but it really just it really does matter. You don't think well, about it no, that much. No one, no one a, buys books. Get anymore, a Kindle. Right? You know, find something interesting and just read about it. No, they just read what they scroll. I know down. you just scroll, but it's it's not the same. You got to you really got to get into something. Oh no, I love books. I know I, you do. We talked about books before, baby. But I'm just saying to all your your I'm, your yeah. hundreds of thousands of listeners out there in America all and all the across millennials the of the world all the millennials of the world that's all I'm saying go read some I was a uh, Beowulf <laughs> go read some Beowulf no I was a uh, read, read a fucking when I was traveling just recently, I mean, I went to Denver recently to film something. I went to L.A. recently to film something. And I uh, busted out the Kindle for the first time in a while. I had some books that I've been meaning to read. I read three books in three days. There you go. You are always reading, yeah. but I guess the Kindle's And that's cool just, tool. you know, through planes and up. waiting oh, at a hotel and all that bullshit. But, y'all, go out there and read. Just read some books, baby. There's so many good ones. There are. There's so many good ones out there. And by people like the last three books I read is by some guy. It's not a bestseller. You know, it's not some crazy shit. It's some, some crazy fantasy book about people Shut that use out. magic with gunpowder. It's wild. Uh, I think Brian Anderson is his name. The first one is called A Promise of Blood. Really, 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 That's really good. Awesome title. Yeah, Promise of Blood, uh, The Crimson Campaign. And uh, kind of sounds like a period so, so far. No, actually... <laughs> 
it is. It's a period piece, kind of. It's like yeah. a Napoleonic Wars, uh, muskets, cannons, gunpowder yeah, type yeah, yeah. stuff. But they also have magic and swords and like Final Fantasy. Really, really cool and crazy stuff. Yeah, gods and magic and empires. Very cool stuff. Uh, but I read th- the the trilogy in like three days, almost nonstop, on top of filming and everything else. So, wow. yeah. Uh, put some fucking work in. Yeah, but I'm also an insomniac. I sleep like three or four hours. A That's night, true. So. I used to be like that. I sleep more now, but it's hard. It's taking a toll, man. It really is. I'm a little burnout. I'm not gonna lie. I've been up the last three nights until seven, eight in the morning editing video. But it's paying off. It's worth getting it. better at my craft, baby. That's all it is. The last fucking. But now uh, I saved it all as templates. So now I just have to click and drag. Then get fucking crunch. Save myself a few Three. hours. You know what I'm saying? Boop, boop. It's a Brinks truck. Done, son. Also, uh, if you're listening to this podcast anywhere outside of Texas or anywhere inside of Texas and you're in a band, a hip-hop group, uh, throwing an event, having a wedding, please let me take your photographs and or At videos. still trill. Still trill studios. Hey, did you ever hear that cheers I was telling about the birds? The which one? The cheers to the birds? No. All right. Can I cheers you? Topo Chico's. Topo Chico's. Cheers to the birds. To the storks that bring the good babies. To the ravens that bring the bad babies. And the swallows that bring no babies. Cheers. Cheers to that, son. All right, That's a spicy Topo Chico right there. Yeah, so, dude, I love Topo Chico so much. Sound meowage. Sound meowage. Sound meowage. That's how my fucking cat would probably talk. Yas. Yas. That's how all cats talk. They all talk like fucking uh, Beyonce fans on YouTube. <laughs> Slay bitch. Slay bitch. The queen. Oh my god, you're just like the best. Slay. Dude, I learned a lot about gay culture with Kyle Anderson episode 23. No. And it was kind of cool though, but. And now I know where like certain things come from. You know, I don't know anything about gay culture because I just don't. I don't swing that way. You know, I don't swing that way. But I'll take a peep, dude. And be like, what's <laughs> I'll up, take a peep, baby? I'll be like, what's up? Let's talk about it. it. Obviously, I know a few gay people, but I'm just. I don't see a dick, and I'm like, yum. You know, <laughs> of course, that's, just, I don't that's all me, baby. But I like to like you know. They let you in the little worlds. It's cool. I will know? tell you though, um, as a straight man. That's, um, you know, a slight to moderate attractive level. Going to a gay bar in Austin is a key to getting free drinks. So that is a uh, a feature tip for those out there. Dude. If you want to go to Oil Can Harry's. You want to feel like a beautiful woman in a bar as a straight man, just go to a gay bar. Just go to a gay bar. And just all the guys suck up will, all your insecurities and just go get some free tequila, baby. Just don't even go out. Yeah, they love shooting. They want to get the tequila with you. Shots, shots, drink margaritas. Shots, shots, shots. Like, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Fuck yeah, I drink all the margaritas, yeah, dude. dude. How big's a bank? Hey, is that American Express, dude? How many margaritas are we gonna have? Oh, we're gonna have a lot of margaritas, baby. I'll Guinness chug. I'll Guinness chug with them, and they'd be like, "Oh shit, maybe we can't turn them. Maybe we can't turn them, dude." No, that's, that's like, not even the whole deal, man. Sometimes they just be like, "Oh, they like to hey, party with straight you men." You want a drink? Comfortable. Being I like it. We're out here. We're just bar hopping. We're having oh, a good no, time, me, dude. Just free drinks. 
Never pay for a drink again. Just go to gay bars if you're a straight dude. But you still got to throw a tip. I throw a 20 oh, yeah, spot. Yeah, throw a tip, obviously. I'm going to call a tip, Alan baby. Jackson. Just the tip, baby. Just the tip at the gay bar. That's a that's a class tip for you guys out there. Yep. Um, oil can Harry's Austin. Good spot. Sunday fun days, dude. Back in the day, you go to Kung Fu Saloon, get some free arcade games, Bloody Marys. Kung Fu Saloon is the place that that uh, taxi driver dropped my wallet. Back. Oh no shit! <laughs> yeah. Weird. But yeah, you go there, then Weird. you go to Oil Can Harry's, then you go to Rain, you get free drinks all day long or dollar. No, you just go to Halcyon at like two in the afternoon and get a fucking. I'm telling you, you go to Oil Can Harry's first because at like from like one o'clock till like four o'clock they got free food. As well what? as one dollar uh, Bloody Marys slash mimosas. Mind you, this was almost eight years ago, so I don't know yeah, if this yeah. is still a real thing. But you go there and you get—they'd have like fajitas and burgers and shit. They'd have a grill in the back, but they'd have dollar mimosas, dollar Bloody Mary. Build your own fucking bar. Then you go over to Rain. They'd have almost the same shit. Like I remember Rain. That's where they clip my ID. Yeah, same shit, dog. You go over there. You get dollar mimosas, dollar Bloody Marys. They'd have free. They're food. helping each other out. They're helping. Yeah, the and then out. you go over. You go to hit the Main Sixth Street. After that, you go to like the Pirate fucking Bar, whatever the fuck that was. I don't think that's even there anymore. But they used to have a twenty-five cent. You call it? Oh, sweet quarter Jesus. call it, bro. And then I'd be trashy with though. I'd be like Wild Turkey 101. And then you'd go Coke, to that uh, now that I think it was like Live or Pulse or something Ultra Lounge, whatever they're on Sixth. Uh, Pulse was next to they were connected. Something like that. Anyway, but they had twenty five cent wells, so you'd go finish the night off there, and just pay a quarter for well tequila. Who gives? A fuck? And drink God, drink about eight of them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then not remember what happens for the next three days. <laughs> and then you're like, why do I have hemorrhoids in my butt hurts? <laughs> Speaking of tequila, one of my uh, one of my finest like and to- worst moments, actually. You, you're not really a, a heavy drinker no, I don't, on I don't liquor, drink liquor at, at all. anymore. Oh, well, a heavy drinker in general, but even liquor you don't fuck with. And the one you do. The smell of whiskey will make me throw up. But the taste of tequila will make me want to go all night long. Maybe. All night long. All night. But yes. So, I don't know. You love the agave. It's something, man. It does something to me. Just uh, the the limey, the, uh, the citrus flavor, the salt. You know, we were talking about salty savory earlier. This thing is like, I can't do, uh, I don't like peatiness. So, like, I don't like scotches and mezcal. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's like, oh, if you like tequila, no, you No, fuck mezcal, mezcal, dude. Mezcal sucks. Smoky, peaty. Mezcal when sucks. I smell it. And the price is like $27 a shot. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. I'd really, honestly, if I could just drink, if I get away with it and uh, not be a completely terrible human being afterwards, if I could just drink straight tequila all night long and just get fucked up on just like some silver tequila. I was about to ask I don't you, need, Reposado, Anejo. No. I like silver in my margaritas. I like I silver it. too, yeah. Because if I do like any dark tequila, barrel-aged tequila, it, up, it really does. <laughs> It makes me feel know. sick. I think it makes me weirder than if I was drunk off bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon, well, tequila I'm, anyway is it just a uh, I'm either going to get naked or I'm going to fight type of drink when I get to yeah, that level. Yeah. That blackout tequila drunk is a is a little different thing. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't I don't need lime, I don't need salt or anything. I just drink you that. Just do it naked. Yeah, as fuck. <laughs> dude. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard this story. Actually, let me let me get into a little one here. 
So did you ever hear about when uh, me and half of Westbound Departure at the time and Lauren Pruitt <laughs> no, no, drank no, a whole I... shitload of Jose Cuervo and got lost in the green belt? No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> No, I haven't. So, okay. Uh, well, you know Seth and Richard and Octavio. Yes. Shout out. Love uh, West Planet Departure was awesome. Yeah, we were all hanging out. This is back when I lived in Metropolis. And uh, Lauren Pert was over. And they, uh, the, somebody had a bottle of Cuervo Gold, right? And we were like, let's listen to music and drink tequila. So we drank a whole shitload of tequila on accident. Quote, <laughs> quote unquote. Uh, drink a shitload of tequila and then um, proceeded to be like, let's go out somewhere. So we drove out from the Metropolis out to the Greenbelt, which is on uh, Highway 360, Capital Texas Highway outside of Austin West. A uh, little bit outside of town, not too far. We went to the spot that we normally had gone to to go like swimming or whatever. But we were just like, fuck it, let's just walk off the path, right? And this was at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. What the fuck? Completely. I pictured this whole no, story at like two in no, the afternoon. No, completely fucking wasted off of tequila. And we decided to just go walk. Why did I think this was like walk a into the story? middle of the woods? That was the the level of drunk that we were. Then we thought this was a good idea. So anyway, walking around. Of course, everyone loses each all night long. Yeah. What are you doing? Losing each other. There's a part where we're trying to get across this little gorge. Area, which is yeah, probably, of course, a little, little, yeah, like gorge. It was like a six foot cliff, maybe. A trench, yeah, yeah, a little trench, whatever. And uh, I remember <laughs> Seth was going across, and we had to grab on these tree like roots to get across because they had just rained recently. Yo, we're super into, like, survival yeah, it was shows. super survival mode. So we were, like, I remember Seth grabbing these tree roots and like climbing over with like his feet like sliding through the dirt and then he fell and disappeared because we couldn't see that far. It was dark as Done. fuck. And we were like, oh my God, he just died. Seth is gone forever. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm right here. I'm fine. <laughs> He's like five feet below us or whatever. That's still a big job, yeah, could, dude. You couldn't see that far in that area. So, you know, we're all trying to get across this little riverbed and shit. And like we walked out, we finally made it out of the green belt. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. The sun's rising and shit. And we realized that we're on the other side of the Greenbelt from where the car and shit was. So now that the lights come back, we got to trek back and figure out where the fuck that we had parked at. <laughs> so we probably That's walked back for like adventure. two hours. And now we're all sober and just pissed off and tired. So yeah. we're all fucking just like, oh, my God. And then we finally get to the car. It's in the middle of some like posh neighborhood out in Austin, like in Westlake or whatever. And we're just like laying in the middle of the street, like, oh, we finally made it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's been like six hours just out in the middle of the fucking woods, just drunk and stumbling. And all of that, dude. Oh, weird, weird, wild times. I know. Just those snap decisions that you make when you're drunk and you're just like, fuck it, I'm down. But you're also young. You're right. So you're more I don't do that anymore because I'm 30 years yeah. old now. Back when I was 18 or 19, yeah. you could put any. Drink or drug or experience I in front of my it. face, I and I'd be it. like, "Yeah, I'm down, 100 <laughs> percent." And I did that. Yeah, yeah. I snorted a bunch of ketamine one time. Why did I do that? I don't know. How did it make you feel? It's like shit. This <laughs> is awful. It was fucking terrible. It's one of the worst drugs I've ever done. But I go into okay. So Metropolis, by the way, before I moved there, I was at a party in Metropolis, and. uh a bunch of people were doing fucking coke lines in the kitchen, right? Normal thing, whatever. I'm in my 20s. As long as you make them look like... Yeah, but somebody needed a, a card 
to do that with. So I gave my ID. I was like, I don't care. Whatever. Texas ID, cut it up with Coke. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, so cut a bunch of lines, whatever. I forgot about it. I was drinking, having a good time at this party, talking to girls, whatever. We ended up going to leave. I'm sitting in the car. We're pulling out, and I was like, fuck, I left my ID upstairs. So I run upstairs real quick, go up into the kitchen to get my ID, and it's sitting on this tray that's got three big old lines broke out and a $100 bill that they were snorting out of. It's cleaner. Yeah. And I was, been touched as I was much. like, okay. So I took my ID. I took the $100 bill. I snorted the three lines and I <laughs> left. <laughs> you know, Texas Andy shit. There you go. So, uh, but I didn't know that it wasn't Coke. It was ketamine. Oh. And so I took three BS rails of ketamine. Horse tranquilizers. Yeah, horse tranquilizers, by the way, if you don't know what that is. And I, the I entered what was called the K-hole, which is basically tunnel vision, like crazy. Oh God. And we're driving back. I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat. But we were driving back to the apartment that we lived in at the time. And it basically looked like you put a big old vignette on a video. And it looks like just a, a black outline with just a circle of, like, trails of lights and... I didn't know what the hell was happening, and I was just like sitting in the back seat, like yeah. I melted, just like I'm fucking uh. terrible. It was awful, dude. Like it was one of the worst things I've ever done. But even if somebody had been like, "Hey, that's not coke, that's ketamine," I'd been like, "Fuck it," you know, because I was 18 and I thought I was invincible, so I didn't give a shit. Sure, it's just one of those things back in the day where you just felt like you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, and you learn and now. Older, now I'm thirty. I'm almost thirty-one years can, old, and I'm like, I feel like I'm like die. a twig. Yeah, I have four beers, and I feel like I'm gonna fucking die. So, <laughs> not like <laughs> when I used to buy an eighteen case every about, day after work. We used to, uh, but like every time I die, that makes a great fucking band name because it's like every time I die. Yeah, every time I cry, I gotta take a leak again. Me too. We gotta keep taking these. All right. Thank you for There's everyone. A lot of spicy Topo Chicos around here. We're gonna take some piss Fucking breaks though. Topo Chicos like a motherfucker. Uh, Stay tuned so though. We'll, we'll be, be back, back in intermission. Three, two, one. All right, we're back from yet the third piss break. We're over two hours in, man. So, Andy, I've done this with other guests, and I'm gonna have to do it with you. It's kind of one of the closing questions. I always ask, "What is a conspiracy?" That you believe in From Flat Earth to 9-11 Whatever What is something That the normal population Would disregard That you fully believe in I believe that the uh, The rich And ruling class of this country Are systematically destroying the rights Of everybody else And that very 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 soon That the United States will turn into a third world country I believe that wholeheartedly. I, b- I believe that uh, with the systematic dismantling of Voting Rights Act, with the systematic dismantling of, well, literally any voting that's been going on. You can look at Georgia the last couple of weeks before the midterms. Man, shit's looking like fucking Iraq or Syria or something like that over there with their terms of uh, the amount of polling places and the uh, the ways that people can vote in this country. <clears throat> It's uh, it's interesting because we have such a democratic republic. We have people that uh, you know, voting rights are 
a very, very essential part of our democracy and the way that we govern. And that's really the easiest way to gain power is uh, voter suppression and um, dismantling that process. And that's been going on. It's no longer a democracy. No. I mean, it never has been, really. I mean, we're a democratic republic if we want to get really about it. And a true democracy probably wouldn't work for the United States anyway because if everybody has, you know, equal right, equal vote, there's a lot of dumbass people here. We can all admit that. From everywhere. They probably wouldn't vote anyway. <laughs> but, you know, same thing goes. Um, but yeah, the way the things have been stacked in especially recent years, I think that um, generally speaking, the people that are of the lower class, the poor of society are being sy- systemically phased out of the political process and I think that's going to continue and that's really really scary yeah, actually can't vote without a license we're going to take your license yeah or they're closing the bill. only voting place within you know 100 miles or they're automatically purging voter rolls of people that haven't voted in the last two elections and why would you have voted in the last two elections there's nobody good to vote for you know things like that there's it's a lot of small things that add up into a much larger whole that are pretty scary. And I think in terms of conspiracy theories and things of that that I actually believe that are going on, that's the most real to digest. And you can see a lot of real world, real world evidence for that actually taking place. So yeah. uh, that's a little scary, a little disconcerting, a lot disconcerting. But the um, only way to change that is go vote. So... Early voting here in San Antonio opens up next week, and uh, general elections for midterms and all that is in and November. And most people so. don't know, if you renewed your license, uh, you usually check the box and you can vote. Yeah, I think um, restrictions to register are ending either this week or ended last week, so if you didn't register already, you're kind of fucked, but uh, any chance you get, go register, go vote. Um, we saw in this last election too, you know, a hundred thousand votes really matters in a lot of places. So more people yeah. you can get, uh, more people you can make a difference. It definitely helps. So just get out there and go do your thing. So if people want to keep up with you, where are they going to find your work, brother? Where, um, all your, yeah, you'll find me on uh, social media on Instagram mainly is what I use. So at still trill music, that's S T I L L T R I L L. Trill is true and real. If you don't know what that means, that's some Texas shit going back from the Texas slang, yo. Houston hip hop from back in the day. Um, but yeah, still Trill Studios on Instagram, still Trill Music on Twitter. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really fuck around with Snapchat or Facebook or anything like that. So just yeah, get out of there. We got, we got a pizza coming right now. We got two fucking deluxes pizza and football and beer. That's what so. I do. So we got some pizzas coming right now. Love y'all. Episode 26 with Andy. It's not going to be his last one. Trust me. And maybe we can get one with Jordan and Andy. I'm going to get the belt made, dude. Yeah. One of y'all is going to have to hold it. You know what I mean? It's going to be me, fam. I'll fight anybody for that shit. We'll do a cage match, me and Jordan. Well, I think if, if I make it, we got to give Jordan it at first. No, that's what I'm saying. We'll have a cage match. I'll, okay. I'll take that from okay. fair and okay. square. All right. We'll, we'll let, thank everyone we'll let the been, people decide. The people will decide. Thank you to everyone who listens. Fucking love y'all. 
Uh, she tastes like Texas at Dom Caesar. Domcast on Twitter. Still trill. Still trill. Still trill. Love you. Peace. Stay black. Don't do drugs and please don't drink a drive. All right. Peace.